You are listening to Shooting Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Favorite Nation Nam and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us in our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy has got to re-earn his shop legs. If nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you want to pay for something that you could get for free, you can now also become a Patreon supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-host Duncan Troy McGlore Gosling. <laughs> Snap, crackle and pop. And Lee Headtaker Parnell. Well, I'll just take the heads and take all the parts of the body. Blood for the blood. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to episode 52, the one where we are finished. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight we'll be doing um, a Faces, Spaces, Something, Something, as we discuss what we've been up to painting-wise and game-wise. Um, we'll then be covering the Romanian and Finnish parts of the Bagration Axis and Allies books. Then we'll be looking at some event news, and then we'll be shooting and scooting. Whoop, whoop. Or not, as the case may be. Or not, probably not. Um, <laughs> Especially for Romanians, yeah. I'm getting Romanian dice, but yeah, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> Duncan, thing. how many Romanians have you painted this week? Uh, I don't think I've painted any so far. Let's have a look. What? Let's have a look. That might be a lie. Who are you and what have you done with Duncan? Da, da. No, I, uh, I talked about them last time. I haven't painted any new ones. I've just painted the one Versace company. But, just, but, the but, one. just the one. So I'm now seven down, seven out of 13. But I did paint uh, a Flak 36 platoon. Ooh. Or battery. Is it battery? I suppose it's a battery. Yeah, so that's with the Luftwaffe uniforms. So I can use them for all German armies in the late war. Um, so I got them done. I finished off some HMGs for the beach bombs. So the uh what's that the hmg uh 34 mg34 so just rounding those formations out um and then i've just been building stuff really so i haven't painted too much i've actually just started tonight painting a captured a looted firefly so it's got a lovely german commander which is nice i was tempted to put a spare mg34 on it but i decided not to i thought i'd just keep the 50 cal on it um it looks quite weird with a german um commander on his radio yeah and some um, some jerry cans down the side and things like that. But um, I've built the some marders, so I've, I had a bit of a building spree. Um, so they're the ones from the new plastic Hetzer kit. So in the new what was it, the tank hunter box set that we split, um, I built those. Yeah. They're they're very nice. Although I don't think I can't find the crew. I don't know what I've done with them. But there's no, they're crewless at the moment. But they're nice kits. But I also ordered some 3D printed uh, tracks. For the hetzers, so I've got three hetzers as well out of the same platoon of three because literally the only shared part is the tracks. Cheeky, like it. So I was like, Well, I'll give them a go. I got them off eBay, see how they looked. They fit really well, they they actually fit into the lugs at the bottom and everything. All right, um, so yeah, they're, they're actually really secure when you stick them in. And I, I mean, once they're painted up, I doubt you'll be able to tell the difference, but um, yeah, for an extra couple of quid per tank. Um, I managed to double the number of sprues I got out of it. If you like, or oh, double the number of tanks out of the sprues, sorry. So I, I I've got no aspiration. I don't think I've got anything that the Hetzers will work for, but it means I can throw them into a late war Eastern Front list. I mean, not three's not going to... 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just madness. It's literally the only shared part is the track. There's nothing else. So, um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, Hetzel was a slightly different chassis to a standard Panzer 38. So. Yeah, I completely get it. It's, it's completely right. It just um, it just seems odd. When you're building them, you're like, oh, I've got this stuff left on the sprue. What do I do with it? So I built those up, built the Marders. They're going to be um, Marder 3Ms for the, again, for the D-Day stuff. Um, built the Howitzers, so the 105s, and gave them Fulsham Jaeger crew. So they are now Fulsham Jaeger 105s, right. just just because. Why not? Um, and then I built seven Tiger tanks. Blimey. Yeah. And then uh, some Soviet mortars for migration, so the 120s and the 82s. Um, and then I built an Italian army. <laughs> no, you're not much, then. no, I built um, so it's 13 Semaventi 7518s with the M41 Caro Commando, so the direct um, only uh, resin one. So I'm going to use that instead of the M1441 uh, command tank because okay. it's got the correct command tank. I mean, it's got 47 mil gun on it. I'm only disadvantaging myself by the fact it's got like no machine gun and no turret. So um, I'm just going to count it as that. Um, and then I built the 28 25 pounders, captured 25 pounders with Italian crews, um, some, and then parachute um, HMGs, mortars, anti tank guns, two Lanciers, and four AB 40 ones. <laughs> so it's been it's been busy. I've just I had a bit of a building frenzy again. Just trying to get. I'm just surrounded by sprues, and it's annoying me. <laughs> well, because when you get the boxes, they're nice and neat. But they're actually quite bulky, so you think I'll just take the sprues out because I don't really need yeah. the box. And then the sprues are all awkward to store, and they're just like, oh god, I've got all these Dunkle Girl. I've actually looked at some now. I've got some half tracks I need building, some pan... more Panzer fours, and some more Stugs. A bit weird. It's just probably going to end up sprawling into that um, uh, 17th SS Panzer Grenadier list. So I am. I am. We'll talk about this in when we get into the review. But I am eyeballing some Romanian tanks as well. Oh. But not, but not as Romanian tanks. Ba, ba, ba. I, I like, I like the plan. This. Let's say we'll discuss it when plot we get twist. to it. Yeah, it is a plot twist. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been alright. That's that's been a fairly productive second half of May, I think. Yeah, it sounds it, mate. Just as a running count, at the end of May as well, we're up to two hundred and fifty-eight stands or teams painted so far this year. So we're on for we're on for the five hundred barrier. Oh wow. That's fairly impressive. Which, yeah, will make a dent in the pile of shame. Although, weirdly, it's like one of those bags of holding. Every time I think that the pile's getting to the bottom, it's like, oh, oh look, a T-34 tank battalion. Where's All that I keep from? doing is putting my excess into the bottom of your pile without you noticing. Pardon? <laughs> I beg your pardon, young man. I think I would notice if that kind of thing happened. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Your painted projects just disappear. You're like, oh, I thought well, I had power of that painted. I know. I know, and it's it's like when you it's just talking to people again, like about a hobby. I was just saying to Lee, like I was talking to Lee and Nathan uh, the other night, and it, we were talking about the engineering um, engineering formation from D Day, and just talking about that, I was like, oh, that's quite a nice little formation. <laughs> oh, what do I need it's, to finish that off with? Oh, oh that'd be interesting. Uh, for, fortunately, it's not a case of finishing it off. So it's a uh, where would I get these things from? And you can't anymore. So. Uh, it's, it's the, that's fine, but Lee also pointed out you can't get things like the Dozer Sherman in in the um, in the forces at the moment. So there's oh, some really? cool little additions. Yeah, yeah. There's no Dozer Sherman. You can kind of do it with you know some Shermans with Cullen hedge cutters, if but you know. Yeah, it's not quite the same. It's not quite the same. Yeah, that, that's that's me in the proverbial nutshell. Nice, Lee. What have you been up to, mate? 
I have really been finishing off what I was talking about in the last episode, which was the Churchill um, Company. Mm, company. So nice. Are they on the uh, yeah, I could have I could have another two troops of um, Churchill's to get up to horse. They are under strength then. Yes, yeah, so, so right, like right now that's not right, I ran out, that's why. Um right now I've got <laughs> a HQ troop and three troop three of the five troops. Mind you, three troops of late war churches is quite it's quite a force. That's yeah, so, that. I was working it out at lunchtime, it's like that's a seventy two a seventy two point formation. Jeez. As it said, yeah. and that's before you put anything like, you know, Stuarts and Crusaders and support assets in things. So. And did you work out what regiment you were going to do? Yes. Yeah, so, um, so I'm doing 7th RTR, which were, okay. I think, 31st Independent Tank Brigade. And they were basically the first Churchill unit to um, sort of hit Normandy after landings. Um, they sort of fight on through Oper- Operation Epsom. They get um, detached from the brigade and are supporting the infantry to push to La Havre. And then eventually they get converted to Church of Crocodiles and become part of the 79th um, right. Armour Division. But a nation. Ooh, that's cool. Are you going to do some crocodiles then? I mean, eventually I will, but it's like, it's just like, this is like a snapshot of them in Normandy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like, I like things like that where you have a self-contained... I mean, that's what the Italians are, if you like. They're never going to get any bigger. They are a self-contained army that was just done for like the 100-point thing. And it sounds like yeah. that's the same for the, for the church. Well, that's nice. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to reuse a lot of the assets I'm going to have to for my armor division, so you know, reuse yeah. infantry, the artillery, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I know what you mean. The, the other other bits that you're going to put into the list potentially will will be re- not recycle, but you know, um, yeah, multi-purpose. Exactly. The actual yeah. Churchills themselves are. I mean, 72 points. That's nearly a full list just by themselves, though. Yeah, well, I mean, consider like a you know um, a battery of 25 pounds is 14 points. An infantry platoon is nine points, I think. Or for the motor rifles. Uh, for a, a rifle platoon. For the rifles. Yep, so you put those in, that leaves a few points left to try and squeeze some recce universal carriers in. Yeah, carriers or Daimlers, yeah, and that's mm. it. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they are good, but they aren't They aren't cheap. No, but it does give me a chance to practice the um, Hessian camouflage before I get into like, stuff like comets and Shermans. Oh, yes, yeah, so all the comets in the world that you now have yeah, found. Yeah, get, get I've got a third box of eBay to go with the two I bought back in the day when they first came out. So that's 15 comets, which, <laughs> which is basically, again, it's like a, H, a H, full strength HQ with a pair of Cromwell CSs backing it up. And then, need the bigger table. Yep. And then three, four strong troops of comets. They do look cool. They do yeah, look cool. I love the comet. Like I say, but I'm going to go to town again with the Hessian camo on those just to break them up a little bit. But yeah. But I'm trying to resist getting onto them. I want to try and get the infantry done next, get the support assets done. And then I might treat myself by doing the comments. Have you, you you've been practicing as well your um, British modulation as well, haven't you? I think you've got that down as well. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, the modulation and filtering. Um, so yeah. yeah it was because I tried tried doing pre-shading and that was a disaster. I couldn't get the color I liked on the on the pre-shading. It was weird, wasn't it? It was just a, a weird color. Like you couldn't put your finger on what was wrong. Almost it just looked. It just was wrong. Yeah, I think I found a colour I like for doing Americans if I get doing Americans, but it wasn't right for doing the British version of the green. Um, but eventually I just gave in and goes, well, I know that Russian uniform work. I used to do it on my other British. So I thought, well, I'll go over bronze green, go a bronze green brace and modulate up to Russian uniform and then go over like a green grey final highlight. And then Cox has been pushing me to try, you know, do filters. And whereas I, I did it on my Germans and wasn't convinced it was actually doing anything. On the things, I could see it was like bringing that modulation together 
so it made it like it smoothed out the transitions of the actual three colors and really makes it sort of i think pop. it's yeah it really stood out when you did that before and after like if you without that if you just said i've done something to these i don't think we'd have or i don't think i could have told if that makes sense but the one with yeah. and one without it was amazing how much it actually difference it made yeah it just it just yeah it just really like say tied it together and just um just got the color looking right as well because it's like it, it got a bit washed out with the gray yeah but putting the filter on just got the color back to where i wanted it to be as like the sort of the service color 15 i was after and, and you went with the hessian camera you went with a single a uh, single color for that as well didn't you in the end yeah so again looking into it i mean the hessian camera is a weird thing because it's basically shrimp fishing nets with um lengths of like the help the helmet scrim woven into it so it's just like hessian strips of normally like a khaki color and then green and brown on the helmets everything i found so far suggests that on the on the actual tank camera they were largely green but you do occasionally see some that were green and brown or green and khaki <laughs> or just yeah. rotting on yeah. the tank yeah but um i tried so i tried one with the multicolor see how it looked i think we all agreed that it just didn't work I mean, it might mm. be more realistic it just wasn't working i, I the like green, the contrast yeah. yeah that's it if i did it green like it probably should be i don't think it would have worked because it'd be too it'd be too close to the color of the tank i think doing a khaki color just makes it it has a point of interest to the tank rather than just merging in mm. so it's not technically correct but it does sort of work better i think yeah i think sometimes the um almost the visual yeah visually pleasing um result needs to, yeah needs to take precedent because yeah. otherwise, yeah, you just end up painting a, a slightly different shade of green. Precisely that, yeah. It's just, yeah, it gets a bit soul destroying after after a while. <laughs> yeah, so that was that's it, really. I'm just like I said, I'm just gearing up now with a box of the original metal British late war infantry nice. that I've had for, have for years in its cellophane, just cracked open for the first time. Um, it's got it's got the indented bases, which I was, wasn't expecting. I thought these were before those oh. came in. The ones yeah, pre, were pretty pre early. Yeah, I guess so. I got I got a couple um, sprues of that um, urban of the urban bases they did. Yeah, the rubbles. Yeah. Yeah, I've been saving those for ages for this army, so I'm going to be using those. To... I really like them. I do stuff the like British. that, and I can't find the bloodies. Yeah, see, I'm got I'm I'm got multiple storage containers hiding all this stuff away, so it helps. <laughs> Your own Maresca shipping operation. Yeah. <laughs> jam up the Suez Canal with my hobby surplus. <laughs> How unpleasant. <Yeah. laughs> I think you get pills like these things. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's me, really. Um, Eddie, what have you been up to? Um, not, surprisingly, a whole bunch. Uh, other than working on my super secret side gig project. Which, oh, yes. Um, super secret and uh, will be announced soon, he says, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but I have been doing my Aeronautica Imperialis squadron of lightning fighters. And oh, sweet. Re- oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I rewatched Red Tails. Not so how did that work out for you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's even worse than I remembered. It's the the, the acting is absolutely dire. And the script is this is the one with Donald Duck's like nephews in? Or what? is that DuckTales? <laughs> Jesus. That might, that might be DuckTales. <laughs> Slightly off the mark there. Um, no? Okay. Yeah, no. No, not quite. It would be a better film if it did. <laughs> is if it that bad just came in out of nowhere and started blasting 109s out of the sky <laughs> that would uh, actually probably make the film more believable <laughs> it's, it's the fact that everything so, a, a ringing endorsement really I mean, you know, oh yeah everything explodes yeah everything explodes and it's the like 18, you know, 18 such classic lines is 
gee, I sure hope I see those red tails again, delivered in pretty much the same way I just did there. Good God. Um, however, it has inspired me to um, do my, uh, paint my lightnings in the silver and red scheme, same as the P51. So I'm actually painting those. Nice. That's very cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, as soon as I found out that the old foundation paints the Games Workshop made have just been simply relabeled as base paints. Yeah, they're all base paints, yeah. Yeah, I've got the the red, which is going on an absolute treat. Yeah, the red's very good. The yellow's good as well, from memory. Yeah. Can't so, think uh, cool. yeah. got those from another project. So I'm using those on my shiny sprayed silver aeroplanes, which is coming on very nicely. Are you going to make the same mistake I made with my Thunderbolts and then hit them with a nice coat of dull coat afterwards? Probably not. Yeah. That was that was a that was an error on my part. What happened to them? Oh, they're just flat silver now. Just no shine. No shine. Oh, no like, shine. <laughs> no. Gold coat was uh, surprisingly dull. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If I, I thought I fixed me. If I exactly. Like in the name or something. I thought I fixed these transfers in place. That'd be fine. I'll give them a belt of varnish. Yeah. Uh, oh. 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 Look what's happened there. No. Oh dear. Whoops. I mean, it's fine. It just looks really weird because it's just a like a yeah flat silver finish. <laughs> I've been using the um, I think it's lead belcher. Yep. As the base coat spray, because it's similar to the old bolt gun metal, which is one of my favourite colours. So that's the. Uh, it's not a polished silver finish. It's a nice dark, grim dark. Yeah. I think I shared something with Lee where someone was talking about um, shading metallics with contrast paints. Yeah. Oh. And that was quite interesting. I'll see if I can find it because it was. It was really straightforward and it looked really, really, really nice. It was you just dry get, brushing a contrast, basically. I've, I've seen people doing it for like stuff like the word bearers to get that metallic, metallic, metallic red. dark red. And, yeah. Yeah. So spraying for, um, like, like I say, look, like a lead belcher, and then going over with like the flesh tear as well, so darker the two reds in contrast, put for an airbrush, and you just get this really rich, dark metallic red. And the, some of the thing with Blood Angels, some of the Blood Angels were metallic finish, and again, look really nice. Well, like the old Tamiya clear red trick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. kind of, yeah. It's like, you know, you don't have to go buy some white spirits, clean your brushes. Yeah, or, or you know, wear an uh, industrial strength respirator. Yes, yeah. or not, and just suffer the consequences. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, that's, that's pretty much the extent of my actual productive hobby is in other than secret project number 491. Oh, my God. There's so many secret projects. Could be yeah. revealed soon. Honestly, you and your secret projects. You and your projects, period. Yeah, that, has it made a Trello board yet? Oh, mate, is, the Trello board is absolutely phenomenal. By phenomenal, do you mean bulging at the seams? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, do you want to be a, you know, upgrade to a business level? I was like, not yet, but I might have to. <laughs> yeah, not yet, but you have piqued my interest. <laughs> yes. So, Discount, you say? Yeah, I wish. Um, yeah, no, that's... Uh, so any other any other progress on the, um, the wheel of... Hobby wheel of focus? Um... Other than making some stuff that wasn't on there, as in yep. the undead skeleton seems to be growing for uh, Kings of War. Okay, so no. Uh, no. <laughs> Not that short, answer, the, short answer, the focus is absent, presumed. No, I'm painting my lightnings right now. But to be fair, they were, on the, they were on the list. Yeah. They were. They were. They were the most le- recent edition, but yeah, less than they were. They were, but then they were also they were. on the top of the pile of hobby to dig out, so... <laughs> uh, Hobby pile, hobby pile A. Yes. Yeah. Immediate access slash risk of uh, entombment in bed. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to pay for that kind of action, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. That's faith is basically something and something. Well, actually, it's side dish. I've got a game tomorrow. So. Oh yeah, I played a game. I played a game. Yeah. 
I forgot about that. What? Yeah. Go on, Lee, you go first, because yours is, yours is probably more impressive. Well, my, 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 mine's going to be tomorrow, which is going to be um, a... Unless the plan has changed, because I, I think Nathan and Mike are setting the table tonight. We're going to do, um, for um, advance of six of the six um, airborne to the Sime River, we're do all the crossings over the little rivers that get on the way up to it. So we could do the forced crossing of um, ox and bucks across the river and to um, capture the other side. Which I think, in reality, wasn't actually an opposed crossing. But for the sake of a war game, we'll make it one, otherwise we'd be boring. So the historical version is just you rolling a load of cross-checks. Yeah. Well, and being really paranoid about every bush. Yeah. yeah. Although, also, although um, the desert rats were notionally in the same area on one of the other arms of the push, we, we've rolled them into this game, because otherwise it'd just be me and my paras. <laughs> and Mike, the two mics looking quite bored with, with their um, desert rats. Cromwell's not doing much, so yeah, just on another table, just sat there, yeah, yeah. looking pretty. Yeah, but it, should, it should be a fun game. Um, yeah, get the Paris out and put them on the table again. I'm gonna run with three platoons of, of maxed out air landing, nice. backed up with six pounders and seventeen pounders with with soft, you know, with their toes. How many points are you doing? Um, hundred point, hundred points per player. Hundred points per player. Okay, so two hundred total. Uh, 300, because uh, three, three plays each side. Ooh, Playing saucy. on the, um, I think it's I think we're doing a 16 by 8. might be a 24 by 8. Um, the 20 by 8. My God. Yeah, it should be good. So what was your game, Dunk? Um, I did a um, run-through of my second infantry division against uh, my friend Luke's um, second panzer, reconnaissance company. Um, and we played one of the new new scenarios. I've not played it before. I think it's called Killing Killing Ground. Killing Ground. Killing Fields. Yeah, like. uh, yeah, it was horrible. Um, he had lots of half tracks with machine guns, and I had lots of infantry that was walking across the table. Oh, so um, well, no, it's a weird one because you, as the attacker, you start in like a box in your deployment area. So you start with all your forces, but you're jammed into this box. Right. And the defenders got immediate scattered reserves. Okay. Deep reserves, I think it's as well. Immediate scattered deep reserves. Yes, that was right. Um, so, you, you, you know, it's fortunate that all this stuff was essentially lightly armoured. But they started like a horseshoe around you. Okay. Their deployment area is like a, a complete horseshoe. Uh, with one, there's one uh, unit in ambush for the defender. And then there's two objectives in the uh, defender's half. And it's one of those ones where you have to be contesting on turn six or you lose as an attacker. So it was just, it was just a bit tough. Um, I had like towed three-inch guns, which weren't very good at crossing, you know, any amount of terrain at all, period. Um, I could have really done with some toes or self-propelled anti-tank at that point. Right. Um, because we weren't really, there was nothing to, yeah, there was nothing to really shoot with them either. And um, I ended up losing because I couldn't, I just couldn't cross that the table fast enough in a way that, that wouldn't expose me horribly. So, um, yeah, it got a bit desperate towards the end, doing things like assaulting multiple platoons of half-tracks with infantry just to try and get to within a, a range that I could actually contest the objective and not auto-lose. It, it was a good game. It's just, um, it just ring rust as well, not having yeah, played for the same type a long of game. time. How does this work? What's... Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Well, and you started second-guessing yourself as well, like, is that right? Is yeah. That... So there was right. a bit of that. But um, things like, you know, the... the, the um, I'd never played with the Air Observer in the gra- uh, Grasshopper. Yay! So... Yeah, just just learning how that works. Um, but I was very unimpressed with my Thunderbolts. So yeah, they're not coming. They're not coming to play again. 
They were just rubbish. I mean, they turned up four. They actually turned up more than they should have done in a six turn game. They turned up four times out of six turns. But they should but have been think, getting those half tracks. Well, yeah, they tried to take out some recce and things like that. And they did that, and then they tried to rocket the uh, half tracks because they were nicely clustered and obviously didn't range in. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a bit tricky with them. I, I, oh, yeah, that sounds like I'm not sure. Well, they're expensive. They're nine points, and yeah. I just thought I don't. I didn't get nine points worth of bang for my buck. It's because air is terrible in Mission Four, but I didn't say that. Well, it's not. It, it's just I think it's not terrible. It's just a bit pricey for what it actually does, or what the output is, because they're, they're trained as well. So yeah, they come with rockets, bombs, and machine guns. But you know, you've got to be pretty lucky, or um, you know, really fancy your chances to to range in with a five up most of the time because. We were playing on a proper board, you know, with terrain and hedgerows and yeah. things like that. So it's very all... hard not to get that plus one kicking in. Yeah. E- exactly. So um, it didn't take a lot to to spook it up to five, and then yeah, three rolls and a five, you should get it statistically. However, we all know that statistics aren't aren't <laughs> actual fact. Yeah, they're just it's, it's, they're not they're not to be counted on. It's so. more of a suggestion than. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was the first game that was on Tuesday, and then on Friday I'd, I pl- we played Team Yankee. So he, he Luke again used his um, FE four three twos. He had an infantry company and a recce company. Yeah. Um, and again, we made the mistake of putting. Well, this was my mistake. So I was like, oh, I want to put a dual carriageway down the centre of the table. That looked really cool. And I've got all these walls. Let's let's do a central reservation. Oh god. And, and then we r- rolled a mission that made me play from. Instead of across the table, down the length of it, mm-hmm. so I, <laughs> Luke lined his infantry up against this uh, this concrete wall that ran the entire length of the uh, centre of the table, and uh, yeah, it was a bit messy with my BMPs at that point, but that was that was good fun. I should have taken the tosses though. I should have taken the six gun toss battery and just yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah, just, just war crimed him into the into the ground. <laughs> Just absolutely leveled it, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, if you lose the game, wait, you, no, you got to get caught, haven't you? That's the, yeah, exactly. that's if, the you, if you win yeah. the war, you can rewrite the history. Exactly, it's not, it's not war crime unless you get caught. Um, but I, I, again, I was, I was not impressed. He, he took some helicopters, and the Gaskins proved why you need, <laughs> you need geckos. Basically, the Gaskins went, "Oh, look, helicopters! <laughs> oh, look, we've done nothing. Oh, god." Um, yeah, and the T-64s, despite being a bit better than the T-62, um, still explode all over the place. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they, they took a bit of a pasting from Milan's and Toes. But it was a good game. It was just a bit tricky. The, um, there, was a, there was a few choke points, again, because I wasn't expecting to have to attack in that fashion. But, you know, that's just a learning curve thing and getting used to remembering what all the missions are and what can come up. Yeah. Games! I know. I'm not jealous. Well... We shall try and get a game in soon. Yeah. Uh, Dicelene, that's open again. Before before the Indian variant causes shutdown number five to kick in already. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Lockdown 17. So tired. So very, very tired. <laughs> I might just hibernate next time. It's just going to be easier. Just sleep. Just sleep until it goes away. Yeah. Bears have got the right idea. <laughs> cool. So um, on to the Axis allies then. Yeah. Uh, having done, having done uh, Germany's favourite Axis ally, the Hungarians. <laughs> I love that comment you put up. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't have yeah. any favourites. Yeah, except you. Yeah, by it's, it's thirty-three uh, pages. 
43 pages of Hungarians. Yep. And 28 pages, including the introduction to the book for the finish. Yeah, but that's fine. Because they didn't really do much in the continuation. They sat there and went, please, please forget we're here. Yeah. Jeremy's going, you can do anything. Um... <laughs> yeah, we're... Listen. What's that? That's our engines on our tanks? Is it... Is it Timo? I don't think it is. <laughs> so yeah, the, 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 so we've got the Hungarians um, we've done, so we've got the Romanians and Finns this time around. So do we want to finish on the Finns? I think we should finish on the Finns. It feels Finish on the Finns? And so uh, remain, remain, <laughs> remain on target with the Romanians. I'll scroll to the other bit of the book now. Yeah, I know. But poor, poor Adobe struggling. <laughs> I, I had it earlier when I was trying to get it set up, it ran out of memory. It's like, yeah. Oh, it just goes no, not today. Yeah, I mean, we we appreciate Battlefront sending the, send the PDF to us, we can review it, but maybe not send a print quality one, please. Yes. <laughs> just, just knock it down a bit, it's fine. <laughs> five billion meg, what? Yeah. Well, let's have a look. So, page 83. I was, I was downloading it so you could distribute it around, around the group, and I was saying, I'm glad I'm on limited data. <laughs> <laughs> it's another flag, yeah. So, what the, what have we got for special rules wise for the um, Romanians? Then? The big one is peasant army, um, not yeah. peasant army. That's, that's far far more hideous. Um, which is basically like the old Italian million bayonet thing, where you have a base stat and then you roll a dice. And I think it's on a five or a six, you get a better stat. Yeah, you get it, they're essentially standard elite, and it's a um, you get you know what's you're going to be as a base level and you might get it a bit better in terms of I think it's your skill and motivation that changes I believe so yeah so you go from yeah. like being um, confident to being fearless and trained to being veteran oh I don't think is, that, is it trained um, with like, just like a motorised rifle platoon it's baseline is trained and it goes to being a Vet, uh, well, yeah it's it, it, I, just, I think it depends on the unit yeah. it does depend on the unit yeah it's an interesting rule actually that, that I like the variation in there you, I always liked that with the Italians that you, you kind of know that you're a bit rubbish but one in three units might not be and it's invariably the one that you don't want it to be good that ends up being yeah. elite amazing elite mortar team <laughs> exactly Absolute rubbish pioneer assault force yep oh, oh wah 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 yep so um, the other ones to pull out I guess are that the it's a good job you've got a lot of light armour because you're going to be starting with most of your heavy armour off the table a lot of the time They've got the armored reserve rule, which yeah, I think will come up means, again, won't it? Yeah, that means even your light, your light armor is going to be often armor reserve. You know, you're not going to often have much of the way of armor support on the table. Yeah, it's armor four or more, I think, isn't it? So unless you've got super light stuff, which there is some, then it's going to be yeah, yeah absent. And it also accounts for airplanes as well, which I didn't realize on the first read. No, yeah, so that's, that's deep reserve. So deep reserves normally is you can have one platoon that's either a tank or armor four plus. Or, or aircraft. What Armour Reserve does is, if that card has it, they also count for deep reserves. So, right. And it goes on the stuff like, you know, T-38s that normally wouldn't be triggering deep reserve. So if you're not careful, you can end up with most of your army being off table. What stuff that you thought would normally not apply does. Yeah, but if you're in reserve, you're not going to get killed. Another awesome <laughs> note is yeah. infantry tank, which... Yes, I like this. Yeah, so even though you're a slow tank, you can still move up to eight inches in a tactical move to break off. So you can still assault with a, you know, and know you can get away without being embarrassingly captured by infantry. <laughs> yes, as is, as is, is a lot of Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was embarrassing. 
And I, I guess the other thing is, like the Hungarians, you've got the access to the, the cavalry's back, so there's cavalry yep. rules. Um, um, defend yeah. the homeland, which boosts your assault ratings. These guys are a bit more fighting than you normally expect. Um, yeah. Well, I like a it's an assault rating, not a um, counter attack rating as well, isn't it? So mm. that's worth worth bearing in mind. Yeah, you, you're only going to get that initial swing before potentially breaking off. Make a count, get as many guys in, otherwise, yes. Yeah. So what um what can you take then for your remainings? What's the access to the the force orgs? Yeah. So you got four formations, which we'll go over in more detail in a second. You then got two artillery slots. Um, two eight tank slots, which can be either really cool Takum T60s, which are like the T60 pla- T60 chassis captured and put an oversized tank on the tank on the top, like a Marder basically. Um, and then you've got a, a third eight tank slot, which can only be towed guns, where someone wants to have the option. You've got um, two recce slots, which one's armored cars and one is either foot scouts or cavalry, a bit like the Hungarians. Yeah. And then you've got your obligatory anti-aircraft slot and aircraft slots. Um, it's worth noting you can also have support from Soviets or Germans. Obviously, they do change change sides after um, you know, the Soviets come in and go, hello, we're here now. What are you, you going to do about it? Um, <laughs> yeah, please stop punching us. Yep. So, yeah, that's interesting. So you can, like, say, mix up what you do. I always like to get the idea of taking a Romanian thing to an Axis versus Allies force and balancing up on the day which side you are, depending on what the TO needs. Oh, being able to just, yeah, switch sides literally uh, a moment's notice. I'm just going to take my this support unit out and put this support unit in and now I'm an allied unit. Yeah. I think, I'm trying to remember, I think I want to say that the Romanians, once they switch sides, are the fourth, I think the fourth biggest contributor of manpower. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I think there's something like that. It's something weirdly high when you look into it. It might be fourth or fifth. I have to look oh. it up. Should have looked up before this. That's preparation league. This is what people pay. This is what people pay us for. That kind of level of um, yeah. Prior preparation. Yeah. So that you've got four companies then essentially a lot of guns of one type or another, anti tank or artillery, yeah. a couple of recce ones, and some aircraft and AA. So it's a, it's quite a compact force. I love yeah. how it all fits on one page. Yeah. yeah. I, it just kind of led itself to um, like the Romanians being a bit more of a static force because, like, there's a lot of emphasis on static guns and the actual. Thing. But you can still also, if you want to be a bit more um, aggressive, which generally in version four you want to be, you can do that. There's ways of tuning the army to do it. So, yeah. Um, right. Let's take a look at formations. So let's start with the quality stuff. The um, R2 Light Tank Company. Yes. Which is um, yeah, which is got your attention in it, but. I do. It's, it's yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's yeah. So it's a HQ, which the R two. So the R, just back up here. The R two was. Correct me if I'm wrong. The R two is a T, uh, the Czech T thirty five, isn't it? A T thirty five. Yep. Yeah. Um. So it's uh, slightly less good than the two Czech tanks, but um, it it's got armor two, Simon one, packs a um thirty seven centimeter gun, so eight tank six, which you know. Okay, in mid-war. Yeah, well, oh, we're playing late war. Oh, oh, this is bad. It's creaking a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> but you can have up to three in your HQ, which is kind of handy, and you can replace any or all of them with a Renault um, R35 um, tanks, which have either the 37 or the 45mm um, gun. Yeah, there's captured 45 Soviet, isn't it? Essentially mm-hmm. mounted in the, yeah, in the tiniest turret in the world. Yeah. And they... They basically trade, um, they give you some more armor because they're basically an armor free box apart from the top. 
but they are slower. They are only tactical six rather than tactical. <laughs> all, already staggeringly slow tactical eight of the T five. It just made me laugh at the dashes. So your road dash is twelve. It's like twelve infantry can oh, dash is just as just as fast as you can. Yeah, can they get overtaken? But um, yeah, so, I mean the actual stat wise, I mean everything's competent. Everything is yep. careful, but interestingly, everything is also green. It's a really interesting combination of green and careful. I don't know if we've seen it before. I, I don't think we have. Yeah. So they really want to be shot, but you don't want to give them too many orders because they get a bit twi- not going to do much about no. that. Um, no. And the last stand, like you say, because of the peasant army thing, the last stand's only five plus normally. Though if you do roll well on the um, peasant army, you do bunch it up to um, four plus. Oh my. A staggering improvement there. Yeah. But, but they are they are so cheap. So so cheap. It's like yeah. So cheap. Like criminally cheap. Three tanks for three points. It's a point a tank. It's... And they've still got uses. They're still fine. I am. Um, I mean, when you look at the R thirty five, which like you say, you can the formation. Sorry, yeah, the formation itself has got four boxes, of which um, three, the two compulsory boxes have to be either T thirty fives or the Red Up thirty fives. The third box you can replace. You can have either one of those two, or the, T, the slightly better T thirty eight. Well, it is better. It's got slightly better side armor, and it's actually got a tank level of, of maneuverability rather than yes. a glorified pillbox. And then the last box you can have either Panzer fours or Stugs, and um, what they call T fours and TAs. Yeah, in, which is that's nice. It means you've still got some punch. Yeah, again, which would be really good mid war, less slightly desirable in late war. <laughs> but I, I mean, one thing to note is all these things have armor reserve, which gets back to that thing where even though they shouldn't, they normally you wouldn't have to worry about deep reserves. You do with these. They're not armor four though. No, but that's what I'm saying. The armor reserve rule means even though they're not armor four, they still get deep reserve rule hitting them. Yeah, that's yeah. the point of that rule. Because basically, yeah. they, didn't ha- they have their armor at the front. Their armor was held back as like um, I say a mobile reserve. But when you're moving six inches, mobile reserves seems to be. <laughs> It's very relative, yeah. Yeah. More mobile than a building reserve. But, but I mean, <laughs> you've got to take these presumably as a, a one of two formations, though, right? Because they're they're like they're not going to get even halfway through a standard list in terms of no. points. I, I say it, it works quite nicely as a support formation. I think they work longer with the infantry formation, or even a bulk out like a panzer-based formation in the Romanians or something. Like that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You I mean, can't have these as standalone. You just run, you're going to have far too many points. I mean, yeah. You, you put those first three boxes in the HQ and you only spent 12 points. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter how much, how pricey everything else is. Well, the most you can have in your third box, three Stugs or three Panzer Fours, so you're not going to be Correct. breaking the bank. No. No. And well, the way I see it, these things have got oh, top go on. armor one, so they can still assault. You know, still, just to, if the enemy has any kind of, any kind of anti-tank weapon. Or a sharp stick. Or sharp stick. Yeah, talking of T, um, sorry, Panzer Fours. The next company is the T4 medium tank company, which is a bit bigger. Yeah, there's a bit more options with this. Um, yeah. So this is, like I say, the standard Panzer Four H, basically, I believe, because it's got sight, it's got bazooka skirts, and it's got the long, the longer barrel. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the sort of definitive long barrel turret. Um, so you've got HQ and two compulsory boxes, which are T4s. You've got a third box, which can only be T4s. A fourth box, which can be T4s or TA, which is the Stug. Um, a fifth box, which can be more Panzer IVs or one of those two light tanks we just discussed, but not the Panzer 38T. 
And then you've also got built-in armoured rifle platoons, quite handy. Yeah, it's quite a nice formation. Yeah. I think you could do quite, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing to build a list around, because like I say, get the infantry in the formation to bulk it out and sit on an objective. I mean, the Panzer IVs, I mean, they're confident, green and careful, like the other tanks are. You've got a chance of boosting that to confident, trained, effectively, with um, a fearless uh, remount. Um, but only 12 points. I mean, that's for free tanks. I love good. the fact you can have... Three German two. tanks, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your HQ can, be again, be up to three tanks strong. You've got one, two, or three as an option. So, again, you you, got, you know, you should bulk out that formation and still have points for support. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, the three tank platoons are not ideal, but you've got quite a few of them. Yep. And the Panzerfall's not a bad tank. Not I mean, at all. You're saving, was it roughly, I think it's about 16 points for a German Panzer IV, for three of them. Yeah. You're saving for more than a point of tank over that. So that's, that's, that's you know, you can get quite a few of them in there. Yeah, and you're still careful. So you're still, arm, you know, so careful is still your main form of armour. All you can't do, really, is just do all the, all the funky stuff like blitzing, you know, any reliability, blitzing and sco- shooting and scooting. Yeah, that yeah. means you go, you, you, normally that's because you tempt the tank that you shouldn't have done. Because <laughs> you thought, I can do this on a 3+, plus. I can scoot out of these woods and shoot you, oh, now I'm stuck. Yeah, oh, I've overextended. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so it's not bad. Then you've got the Stugs, as we said. Very similar, so you don't get the infantry platoon as a support option. Yeah, it's just all Stugs all the time. Yeah. Well, you don't get to choose the Stug life, do you? The Stug life chooses you, so... <laughs> you certainly don't get any infantry support for it, though. I'm no. sure. But you can st- you still get your, your HQ, your two mandatory Stug boxes, an optional Stug box, you can only be Stugs. And then the last two optional boxes let you mix in Panzer IVs over, like, say, their um, R2s or R35s. And obviously the Stug, it's, you know, for Armour 7, being for Armour 7, 8, 10, 11, is still more than happy in late war as a, as a, as a sort of semi-defensive weapon system. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's bad. It's, they're still pretty cheap again, aren't they? So, you know, I, I think this army is definitely going to be a two-formation now, most of the time. Yeah. I, I could quite easily see now have a stug have a stug company and then back it up with those really cheap rubbish tanks just to like run around and get in the way of things. While you can you mix them in, can't you? If you wanted to, you can do. Yeah, I think if I was going to build a formation around an army, I'd probably go with the Panzer IV box. I think I think it's just that extra flexibility of the infantry box. Have a stug, have a stug platoon as one of the options. Just give you that sort yeah. of like um, things to sort of like tank the fire, as it were, with the front armor seven. Yeah. It's very interesting little formations for the actual armour. I'm trying not to pay too much attention because I have too many projects. <laughs> but it is tempting. The Romanians, I like the Romanians. They're, they're my kind of, they're humming my tune, I think. The Mossad, man who loves his passage and that kind of thing. More, yeah. more bulk, is Well, it's just that the, the big problem, I think, with German tanks sometimes is that you just don't get enough of them. No. You, they can't, but this this kind of gets around that. That, that careful four, mm, that's nice, that's, you know, that's your armour. Yeah. Well, you're still, you're not, you're not shabby. You know, you're still a Sherman. Well, that's it. I mean, it's 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 going to hold its own. It's going to make people roll dice. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the last box, um, the last formation, which is the motorised rifles. Um, we'll point out there are more formations in the cars we're going to get onto in a minute. But the motorised rifles are sort of the more um, higher skill version, I'm going to say, compared to, like, the same standard rifles, which are very much green because the motorised rifles start off as a baseline being confident, trained, careful, um, and can improve that to being, I think, to be confident, veteran, careful, if you get a decent roll. Um, 
That's not shabby at all, is it, really? No, well, I, I, Constant Train, careful, was a really nice baseline for him. So it seems, it seems to British about I mean, VR, actually, because he hit on the freeze, you know, hit on freezing his salt, <laughs> which is very much the same as a British art, you know, but trained, but with better assault. So there you are. Motorized right. Romanians are new British. Um, <laughs> they get Milan. Oh, wait, one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, the standard thing, HQ and two compulsory rifle boxes. Your third box can be either another dismounted platoon or the armoured rifle platoon, which basically mounts them in half tracks. Um, you've got machine gun platoon, light and me- you know, medium and heavy mortars, and two anti-tank boxes, neither of which are particularly compelling because one's a 47mm and one's um, a 5cm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They're, I mean, they're better off just staying gone to ground and being a deterrent against assaults, I guess. Yeah. But for, the 47s, I could see being... Because it's, it's a long barrel 47, so it's 8 tank 8. Um, it's a... I can see that being a, a, a quite um, interesting little ambush gun against medium armour. But, I mean, the Pack 38, you know, was armour 9, slightly better. Same, same points, interestingly. I'm sure it must be some different stats somewhere. Uh, extra gun. Oh, yes, it's three guns versus four guns. Yep, yep. Good spot. Mm, um, bad, yeah, I mean, the actual, the actual rifle platoons, A, they're big, nine, nine stands at full size. You've got the option of giving them a Panzerfaust, option of giving them a Panzerschreck. Yeah. Compulsory, yeah. yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and then also you can put a 60mm mortar in, which um, gives you like that one one shot template. Thing. Which I know, I know being a, a one gu- a one gun bar- barrage isn't particularly great, but it can, it can quite it can be it's quite handy annoying. sometimes. It's extra stand. And if it gets yeah. you the pin that you need for the assault, it can save you the game. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's just um, I just find them yeah just irritating those one gun barrages because. You you feel like there's not a lot you can do against it because it's still being able to fire at you and you can't retaliate. It yeah. might not do very much, but it's just constantly plugging away. I mean, and also, I mean, these guys being being motorized rifles, they've basically MG teams. Yeah. So you've got nine stands putting out three shots each. It's a, it's a lot of fire going down range. Yeah, you just got to keep them unpinned if you can. But yeah, they're, they're, I, I quite again it, uh, for an army that is. Um, going to be predominantly, I guess, on the on the defensive. That's that's not a bad setup. Not at all. Not at all. Because I mean, it's rare fire two when they're pinned, which is again, yeah, still, still handy. And that's a lot of stands. I mean, the armored the armored platoon is basically the same. Again, you can have up to nine stands. You just lose the option of having a six millimeter mortar, but you gain obviously being in um, a two fifty half track, and you can mount an assault. Woo! No, not not that very situational thing, but you can do it. Can you um you can't swap out the MG though for a door knocker, can you? No, you can't. No, not, not these no. ones. They're all MG armed. I always found that quite handy on the two fifty ones. Just oh like oh, there's annoying recce running around. I'll take a couple of pot shots with that. Those, those are for getting trying to get a HE shot on machine gun team. They're always quite handy with and putting on support yeah. fire because they were firepower four, weren't they? So it's surprisingly yeah, useful as a which is, yeah a handy little tool to have in the uh, the kit bag, but not here. Huh. Not for you, Romania. Not for you, Romania. Sorry. Yeah, you can be our ally, but not that close. <laughs> it's more they probably thought, why would you put this in a half track? This is a mainline anti-tank gun. Well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, look, so self-propelled air, uh, anti-tank at this point. <laughs> One thing I'm going to note, which makes me laugh, is that with the um, with the mortars, normally you have more 81 millimeter mortars than 120s. Yes. But here you can have a maximum of four 81 millimeter mortars. Or the 120 can have six 120 mm mortars. 
So then ha having them re-rolling hits um, could be quite handy with firepower three. I'm assuming that it's when they were equipped, re-equipped by the Germans that someone looked at it and went, we just need to up the game here. I think they're mostly captured. These were literally captured. Oh, so really? That's probably why they got so many of them, because they captured loads of them. Captured or issued, depending <laughs> on what point of the war, I guess. They're supplied with captured Soviets. Maybe they got them from the Germans. Yeah. And then they made their own copies of it. Let's face it, copy of mortar is not exactly the hard thing to do. What a bit drain pipe. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, though. Six-gun battery. I mean, that is not expensive for six 120 yeah, mortars. I mean, nine, nine points for six 120s is a pretty good... I mean, they're trained, so... Yeah, yeah. But trained is still a useful baseline for artillery. You can still... You know, that still lets you range in on a, something that's, you know, on, a, on, a, on terrain, as it were. It'll, it'll, they'll do some work. They'll do some work, I think. Yeah. That's quite they, a nice way. Yeah. And the only thing really notice is they haven't got smoke, so you still want to keep the 81mm around that, you know, a smoke barrage. Yeah. That's quite a compact little formation with the machine guns they're not expensive to have so you, you know you drop them in drop in the mortars it's still pretty cheap they don't yeah. come it's interesting they don't they don't come with the option of um transports either do they so you've got a half track round the infantry but then everything else is presumably Run off it, yeah yeah okay right support wise um so like i say we have the um takum r2 which is basically um I must have Marder. It's a it's, take, it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a Marder, like a Marder two, and it's a Panzer thirty five chassis with um, a Soviet Zis three stuck on the top, seven six two three six. Yeah, literally stuck on the top. Yeah, a big box around it. Yeah, well, really front heavy. They're still cost free, which is handy. It's not going to get anywhere fast, but you know, it's basically it. you don't really want to move it around too much because you want your full rate of fire. Oh yeah, hundred percent rate of fire two eighty ten. Yeah, I me. Mean, 8010. Not gangbusters. Mm. No, but I mean, 8010 will kill a T-34. Yeah. Or, you know, later it will kill a, um, Panzer, <laughs> you know, a, a, a Panzer and you have to go against your former allies. But um, it's not going to be much when the IS-2 come knocking, admittedly. <laughs> uh, no, because it's not... Is it, I suppose it's fishing for ones for a bale on the side. Yeah. And, it, and then you've got... I know kill on the side, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Then you've got the T-60, which basically um, takes the T-60 chassis... And then wax on a 76.2-1936, but with firing pack 40 ammo. So that gives you an anti-tank 12 shot out. That just looks bonkers. Oh, I wouldn't like to be inside it when it's firing, I don't think. Low ride. It's cool, it's cool looking. I mean, again, that's it's, it's pretty cheap. It's interest, interesting that it's 8012. Well, yeah, because fine pack 40 ammunition. Yeah, but the Marders are only, are only 8011, aren't they? Oh, no, the pack, the, it's the Panzers, isn't it? 8011, sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about um, Pack 40 ammo. You can also got also got Pack 40 as a support gun, and the M43, which is um, yeah, that's interesting because it's got um, anti-tank 13. What? Yeah. Yeah, because this, this is a this is a Romanian gun, isn't it? It takes um yeah, it basically it takes a native Tac 43 or M43 resistor gun, and it basically combines those took bits of an AA gun and then combine it with Pack 40 ammo to, with the extra muzzle length to get the extra range. Hmm. All the upside. None of the downside. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a large gun. It's still got a free plus save, so... Yep. And it's just... Uh, it's not that expensive, either. No. It's still an extra point over the pack 40. I mean, the only thing about it is disappointing is the fact that it's literally as much, the highest anti-tank as you get in this army is 13. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why they got overrun, right? That's, that's it, yeah. And, obviously, we can mitigate that somewhat by careful choice of allied... Um, support. 
I mean, if you're using these with the Germans, you could probably back them up with a you know, Panther platoon. If you're using them with the Soviets, you can back them up with, um, you know, get, get some IS-2s or some, even ISU-122s. Yeah, yeah, 122s. They're going to dunk and salivate. Oh, no, I've got other plans for these. That's, that's passe. That's, you know, that's very <laughs> cliche. Yeah. Um, yeah, so recce options. You've got, their, um, you've got the 222 armored car, machine gun version, and the 270 version. Um, or you've got cavalry. Which interesting yeah. doesn't give you spearhead on these ones, unlike the, unlike no. the um, Hungarian ones. So you got to make no. sure you've got a spearhead unit somewhere else. These these feel a bit more like weirdly like contact cavalry because of that. Got no scout, no spearhead, nothing like that. Um, but assault three plus. Yeah, and they're still careful. As careful as you can be on a horse. Well, yeah. yeah, leaping hedges and what have you. Yeah. Or you have got, like, say, the Scout Platoon, which is basically you know, seven strong rifle, um, MG rifles. Have a Panzer Faust, which is quite handy, and Scout and Spearhead. That's, that's not terrible, you know, either, is it? No, I mean, I'm not sure I'd take the Panzer Faust because they're only, they're only count attack six plus, so you're not going to get much use out the Panzer, out the Panzer Shrek. Sorry, Panzer Faust. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's there as just, you know, the odd flank shot or something like that, rather than it being a contact weapon. Yeah. And you also want to use these guys to spear, you know, spearhead your force forward and provide a base of fire while the rest of the guys maneuver around it. So, yes, it's got options. Um, artillery is antiquated. Um, say. It's not, yeah, it's not exactly modern, is it? No. It's, no, I mean, it's, it's got, bad, that's for sure. <laughs> no. But it, it's, they both, both options, the Saint Fire and the 100 Fire Smoke, they've got some range. They are relatively cheap. Um, you're probably going to have at least one of, one of those two options, I guess. Oh, I think I'm taking 100 mils. Yeah. Back those up with some 120s and rifle platoon and the 81s. It's... Yeah, the 100 mils just... I mean, that rate of fire 2 is great, but it's only 88, so... In mid-war, yeah, in mid-war that's <laughs> yeah. probably quite handy, but in yeah, late war, it just yeah. feels like it's not really going to do much for me. No. The, the ongoing caveat of um, they're about three years, to, or two or three years late. Yeah. You then got Stukas, which are veterans, so you've got a half decent chance of landing their bomb, but it's only the bomb version, not the gun version. Yeah. I'd, yeah, and it's not that... Well, because it's ostensibly a German plane, it's not cheap either. Yeah. You're paying quite a, bit of, quite a few points for more artillery. Yeah. It's the £1,000 bomb, though, AT4 with the chart firepower. You're still fishing for ones, though, aren't you? What? AT4? Yeah, AT4 is top armor, too. Yeah, see if it's ones or twos. Ones or twos? Well, two's only going to bail, isn't it? Yeah, but on a two-up, on a top arm of two tank platoon, that could be painful. Uh, yeah. I'm on, a, I'm, on a, I'm on a plane downer at the moment. You are on a plane downer, but then you weren't dropping 1,000 pounders with the skill four, three up. Mm, yeah. Yeah, maybe. What are they, maybe. Uh, are they that, that in the D-Day book? They're not in the D-Day book, are they? I don't know. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, in, I think they're in regression, the same. Yeah. Uh, you got, you got the option of 37mm as well, so... The option, the guns, the gun Stuka or the bomb Stuka. Yeah, good Stuka, or <laughs> not so good Stuka. I don't know. I think I think you're probably gonna have enough points in the um in the remainings if you want to go for it. It's not gonna be a, a handicap. You're not gonna have to compromise too much to get them in. Yeah, you probably won't bother too much with the, t- um, the anti-aircraft option, which is basically the 20, 20 millimeter AA gun. Yeah, that's just a sad trombone noise, isn't it, at that point? It's a consecutive mercury of the enemy's aircraft, anti-aircraft turn up. You being in range, are you somehow rolling a firepower 5 plus? Yeah, uh, and it not being a, a Stamovic. At which point, yeah, best of luck with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably, um, it's not, they're, not, they're not expensive, but I can still think I'd rather spend the points on um, 
Yeah, six six points. I could six buy. Points. I could buy. Yeah. I could buy six pound. You no, know, um, R2s at. Exactly. You could buy one and a half pounds of fours. <laughs> I know, I know where my points are going, and it's not in AA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't. I don't think you're gonna need those. To be honest. I. 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 I Generally, I won't bother with AA unless it's for a thirty-seven or or, or higher and kind of you know, five power four or more. Um, it just struggles. It just struggles because when you do actually get through, you know, to to a kill shot, you then oh, a third of the time I might do. I'm going to do something. Oh, okay. I've worked really hard to get to this point already, but and then they say, okay, yeah. cheers. It's just the five five plus five power. You just, it's just getting the hits to stick. Yeah. I, I do think this is quite a nice little list, though, or a nice little uh, army, especially in com- combination, like you said, with some German allies or some Soviet allies. Yeah, so just to, just sort of paper over the holes. Yeah, it just it, it does quite a lot. I mean, it it kind of fulfills that that cheap infantry formation that the beach defenders were were, fight, were sort of um, providing for the German forces, and I think yeah. it probably does it as well, if not slightly better. You've got better chance of stats. I mean, your baseline yeah. stat is still better because I think beast defenders are aggressive, aren't they? I yeah. think they are, yeah. Whereas I, I know these guys are trained, but being trained and careful is a much better combination. And free yeah. person assault for getting... So yeah, I yeah exactly. Are better. If you want to have a cheap infantry platoon or a cheap infantry formation, the bolts are saying, this is probably the better option. Yeah, or I think Ben was looking at the just cheap tanks to support some other heavier stuff. So again, having the Panzer Fours that are just, you know, Panzer Fours still a pretty good tank, and just having a lot of them. Yeah. At four points a tank, I think you you can you can do that. Oh, for sure. But obviously, uh, my plan is not to use them as Romanians at all. So my my plan is to use the R2s as H uh, H um, 39s for D-Day. So the hundredth oh. hundredth uh, what's it called? The Erdzats Panzer Abteilung, which was the um, it was the uh, training unit yeah with all the french tank crews in france and it had uh, obsolete french equipment and took on the uh i think it was the the american paris wasn't it eight seconds eight second yeah eight second yeah so that's that's the plan for those <laughs> i was very excited about that when i realized it's the same we can't work out a way of getting the zoomers in yeah i don't think there's a good analog i, don't, I think you're just gonna have to not do that if that makes sense mm. just just have them as pure, tiny little slow fat tanks. Yeah, because I think when we look at the version, the version three ones was um, was generally a Sumer HQ tank, and then a bunch of the R thirty five, the Renault thirty fives, or Hotchkiss thirty fives. Yeah, and you, you can't do that, and you can't obviously do the Char B either because it's just even the seventy five armed, um, you know, Stug or um, Panzer four just. It's not the same seventy-five gun. Yeah, but that's 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 I think twelve points for twelve tanks. It's going to scare some paratroopers. <laughs> Terrified. To yeah, I've got side armor three. <laughs> your your bazookas better work. All, all my fifty-seven millimeters I brought along. So. Oh, that's yeah. cheating. <laughs> Took up a whole glider, um, but it was worth it. <laughs> so should we have a quick look at the command cards? Is there anything of of note for the remains? Um, yeah, you got so you got cards that basically let the Germans and Romanians take, uh, sorry, Germans and Russians take Romanians uh, as allies. Yep. Or is it into their books? Um, you got your normal combination of pioneer, you got pioneer platoons and companies, which I must note with those. You got a whole cavalry squadron, which takes a cavalry support option, basically force around it. Yep. So that gives you um, HQ, two cavalry troops, 
um, either a cavalry troop or a cavalry scout troop. Um, an optional machine gun platoon, an optional mortar platoon, an optional 50 or 45 millimeter anti tank platoon. I did think it was a bit odd because this is where the, the your um, spearheading scouting cavalry is is in the command cards. Yes. Which just seemed a bit mm. a bit strange, but okay, they're there. Yep. Give you a scout, give you a scout and spearhead at the cost of your um, counter attack and assault. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a weird compromise. I don't know how I feel about that yet. Yeah, you also got the cavalry anti-tank platoon, which um, replaces for motorized 50, replaces a pack 38s with more 45s. Which is fine. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think where you take it apart from. Obviously, it keeps in with the flavour of the thing. Um, they're, they're basically the same, aren't they? 88. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out. What, what, it doesn't seem to change much. It just says three long 45s, but they've got the same stats as their um, well. Less worse stats than the standard 47. I'm not quite sure what's going on. It's alright. Zero points. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You then got the rifle company, which is um, yeah. So this is what I was like to say. These are the, the non-motorized guys. So you got HQ, two or three rifle platoons, um, a machine gun platoon, mortar platoon, one train mortars, mortars, um, only one anti-tank choice, which could be either the Pat 38 <laughs> or the 47. Yeah. Or 47 yeah, infantry, infantry guns, yeah, X, uh, scout platoon. But the thing you get is your stats go down because now you take three points off your unit, but you become green and aggressive. Mm, no, thank you. No, think, thank you. You've really got to want to do it, I think. I'm not sure. I, That's a historical mm. list entry. Yes, exactly that. Yeah, you really three guess. points. Like in Paris, yeah. <laughs> like in comparison, you've got the motor, um, you've got the mountain rifle company, which is. Uh, a very similar sort of um, formation. Again, they've got the option of an either or on the anti-tank guns. But they can have, in addition to that anti-tank slot, a infantry gun slot and a pack howitzer slot. Oh, nice. Okay. That's, it's, a, it's actually a more complete formation. Um, mm. They go down to being rifle MG. They uh, okay. gain, gain the Mountaineers rule, and they're two points less per unit because they go from rifle MG down uh, from MG down to rifle MG. Ooh. That's pretty. I mean, the mountaineers rules. Yeah, it, basically, exceptionally situational. Yeah, massively situational. <laughs> but the, um, the, that drops pretty. That's pretty nice for you know. He's gonna. That is gonna completely bite you in the bum at some point though. Going from rare fire two to one being pinned, but um. He's still the option of having the shrekking and the hmm. mortars and well, presumably it doesn't say you lose those options in your um inventory box. You just you're just downgrading your MG stat. Um. Interesting. The 47mm infantry gun is interesting. It's a platoon of three of them. Um, interestingly, no indirect fire capability. Oh, oh it's just, nice. I, I see it's just, like, it's just a stripped-down version of the 47mm. No, no, it isn't. Still, it's got a heat round, 8x6. Yeah, I'm not sure. the. So if you get them to be veteran as well, they get extra skill and extra assault. Yeah. Skill's not really uh, help you massively, you know, no. shooting and scooting, but oh, that's, yeah. well, that's another option. It's option, yeah. It's an extra thing to put in and relatively cheap, so gives you extra firepower. I do like the mountain artillery guns. Anyway, just the model, like the actual, yeah. what are they, the um, Skoda ones, aren't they? Yeah, so he's like, like I say, a proper pack out, sir. Um, being, so they've got, a, they've got a shorter range, a short direct fire, but a still useful firepower for bombardment. So, yeah, it's, it's a handy thing to have in formation. It's extra thing, you know, it makes that formation bigger. Especially up the side of a hill. Yeah. And now the card, I think a lot of people wait for, the T-38 tank company. Okay, yeah. Everyone loves Panzer 38 Ts. And you now have a whole formation of them in late war. 
Yay! You may get a 47 meter work for you. Well, 3, yeah, 3, yeah. 37 millimeter work for you. So. Is, is that good? Is that a good thing? Doesn't feel uh, like a good thing. Feels, feels like something that it's a trap. I think you've got to really like Panzer 38 to want this, but I know people no, have been asking it. about it, so clearly it has its fans. That's it's, it's, oh, it's going to be cool. It'll look cool. The 38, 38Ts do look cool. But they are going to get absolutely slapped in the chops. Mm. As long as you're yeah, good with that, then all power to you. Yeah, it gives you a HQ and 3 to 4 T38 platoons. But that's all no, information, though, isn't it? It is, but there's no options to have like you know, the Panzers and support or the Stugs. It's just pure Panzer 38T goodness. Yeah. Except no substitutes. There we go, full check. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. So, again, I suppose that could be a complimentary second platoon or second yeah. formation, sorry, of just the, the T-80s. I, I can't, I mean, because you, don't, you lose that flexibility, you can't even mix, you know, the Panzer fours in. So, you're going to need something else to do some lifting for you. Yeah, it's better than a pure R2 or R, or R, or R35. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Well, words, how dare, yeah, how dare you? Well, I feel more comfortable calling it a tank company because these things actually can move uh, rather than just like bobbing <laughs> around. So. Good God, it's just the hits keep on coming. <laughs> um, yeah, then you've got a few extra options in here for like um, the pack for 3897, which replaces the pack 38. <coughs> no real, I mean, it changes heat, you get heat basically, which means you're slightly better at long range. Um, SMG scouts, which I think makes the scout a bit better, because it gives them that extra firepower of rate of fire free, and you can, you know, that makes that makes um, scooting up front a bit a bit better. Or, and if you hate rolling, the idea of rolling for your stats, you can be a guard division, which for plus one point per unit gets you a peasant army, but makes them fearless, careful. Which you know, so I don't know if you're going to do Romanians, why 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 take the fun out of rolling for your stats, frankly? Yeah, I mean, I just, one point as well. Is it? I don't know if it's yeah. Mind you, three plus four, three plus trained. So what would they be? Fearless, green, careful. Um, no, because the mo- it's for mo- um. Oh, this is for a rifle company. Yes. Yeah. One of us that must be a typo. It must be a motor rifle. You can't you can't stack cards. You couldn't have a rifle company card and make it guards. Okay. Because uh, I was gonna say that that takes a downgrade. I don't know. I'm yeah, just trying true. to think. Yeah. Okay. Ask a quite FAQ. Oh no. Phil, Phil. Oh no, sorry. At Phil Yates. At Phil Yates. <laughs> I know a thing, you've got train division, which again, um, it must be modifying the actual right. Yeah, so you must be, like you say, going fearless, green, careful. Because the train division goes the other way. It makes them reluctant, aggressive, green on the rifles. Reluctant, so, aggressive, green. That's... So you're already aggressive, green. Now you go from being confident with a chance of being slightly better to being flat reluctant. For, for what? Minus, for minus one point. Minus one point. That's there is no, there is no need for that. I mean, we're already dismissing the rifle card to make the rifle card then worse. It feels like someone. It's like a double kick in the pants at that point, isn't it? Yeah, you have to really, really want to go for massed infantry. I think. <sighs> but it's only one point saving. It's only one point saving. You bought the card set and you as many cards as you can. In the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be a challenge, wouldn't it? Just to fight, just to fight the thing. Yeah. I don't take I mean... a sec. Cause now, now someone's going to do that as a blade question on the next on the next officer. Yeah. How many cards in the Romanian army? <laughs> <laughs> so, quickly looking at the heroes. Yep. We've got uh, a motorized rifle platoon, Ariel Sandu. So, you get um, a reroll on your infantry save, which is interesting. Yeah. Once per turn. So, so, you could mistake and target onto your commander and then reroll your save. Hope for the best. Yep. 
prepare for the worst. Um, that, and then you also get the ability to cross minefields on a two plus and a tactics ratings of three plus. That's quite a lot of stuff for four points, but I mean, yeah, I don't really well know what to make of that. It seems like an odd bag of an odd bag of rules. Um, next up is Ion S Dimitru, which is for uh, Panzer Four. Uh, well, the T4 medium tank company. Yep. And you get a tactics rating of 3+, plus, which is nice. And you get to re-roll one of your failed rolls to hit with your 7.5cm gun. And that is all. But I like the fact you can also be either on your HQ or one of your platoons. Yeah, I think that, that having it on a platoon, might it pushes it up quite a bit, but that could be quite handy. Especially if you've only got one... Uh, I think like, it, if exactly if you've got it supporting one of the other one like one of the rubbish tank things and it makes your Panzer four unit a bit better. Well, the tactics three plus is is good. It, that's your shooting scoot and and mm-hmm. things like that, isn't it? So or blitzing, sorry. So um, that's quite handy. Try and keep them alive. Rerolling uh, one fail to hit roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's that's, that's never going to be bad, is it? No. And that's it. You only get two heroes. That's Shalotsky. That's a lot. Okay, so Finland. The Finns. Wow. Oh, they get more than nil point, definitely. Uh, well, I'd say having, having a half-finished wife, I had to, we had to support Finland in the thing, so Eurovision. <laughs> Bring them on. So what's their special rules? Many they are get, varied. Uh, yeah, they get the armoured reserve again, so they've got the same problem that the Romanians had where any army you've got, if it is uh, a mission with reserves, they're starting in it. Yeah, but you're Finland, you're going to be attacking these guys. Are you? I would. Why not? Cause I thought we, they didn't attack. I thought that was the whole problem. Well, localised counterattack. <laughs> um, but you have other you rule attack, you just don't keep going. Is if you've got the infantry of the hunter's attack, which uh, means they treat snow, woods and forests as cross-country dash instead of terrain dash. Yeah, that, I thought that was really nice. And just as a little touch. So, you know, you set the table up for your opponent gets here. There's, there's a lot of woods on this table. Yes. Yep. But I like the fact you have to dash in order to take advantage of that. Yeah. So you will be moving quickly, but you're, that's all you're doing. Yeah. Just, yeah. I like that. I like the way that's been uh, included. Yeah. So that's the force. It. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so the force has got three formations. Uh, don't worry, there are more in the cards. We'll get them to in a sec. So you've got, um, again, let's check this is a late war book because your first one was a T26 armored company. Yes. <laughs> a tank. A tank. You wouldn't want to take a mid war, let alone late war, but there you go. Um, and then the Sturmi assault gun company. And yep. then. Um, the infantry, which I believe is just like the standard infantry rather than being yours, which is around the cards. Um, Support-wise, you've got a um, assault gun box, which gives you either the BT-42 or the sole ISU-152 that Finns had. Um, the recce box gives you captured BA-10s or a foot-mounted scout platoon. Yep. You have one anti-tank box, which gives you Pac-40s or Pac-38s. Um, an AA box, which gives you the 20mm AA guns, or what you're going to take anyway, which is the um, Landswerk, which is basically their equivalent of Nimrod. Um, and then two artillery boxes, both of which give the option of 76 or 105, an OP and a Stuka platoon. So very compact again. Yep, very compact. Again, you obviously can have German Allied support. Yep, but, but not Soviet. Not Soviet, no. What <laughs> <laughs> it means. Um, the tank company just go to um, somewhere explaining what each of tank, the two tank battalions the Finns had had in terms of equipment. So where Just the, where the oddities are. and stolen, yeah. Yeah, because the options are a HQ T26 um, company, H, sorry, company HQ of um, two T26s, 
one of which you can have swapped out for an 85mm T34. So, um, yep. why wouldn't you? <laughs> unless you're literally, yeah, unless you're, you literally didn't have that as an option. I believe that basically as they captured T3485s, they swapped them in, so there's no set numbers on how many they had. Um, oh, they just went, well, yeah, this is going straight yeah, in the front line. This is mine, and this is yeah. mine. Yep. You then have the option, your first compulsory choice is either more T26s or T3485s. Okay. Your second slot is can be T26s, um, T28s. T-34s or yes. T-35s. Yes, T-28s, yes. T-28s, got the T-28s. Yes. And then your optional blocks can either be more T-26s or KV-1s. Boo. So you could have a formation which is basically almost all T-34-85s apart from the one solitary 2IC um, tank, which is a T-26 going, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I want a big gun. <laughs> I mean, it's a very, it's a very compact um, formation. It gives you so many options with things, though, as well. Yeah. Like, in terms of what tanks you want to bring. I mean, and they're good. They're not... So they're, they're all careful. They're all fearless, and they're all veteran. Veteran. They're quite, so quite fear, pricey. Fearless veteran T26s are still a thing, because they're still um, going to install well, aren't they? Yeah. And you can have up to five of them in a, in a, in a platoon. So it's actually... Some are one box. So... Yeah. With the, a piddly gun. And uh, six points for five of them. It's you know it's it's only slightly more than the one point of the tank you're paying for the Romanian ones. So you know. well, it's what you pay for an armored car, isn't it? Yeah. But you can actually... it's, I, I would argue it's probably better than a a two two two. Yeah, but it's not a scout or spearhead. It's not a recce tank by any means. Though. No, no. But if you yeah, if if you're trying to use it usefully after that, I like, I like them. I yeah. think you'd have a platoon. After that, um, all T thirty fours come in platoons are free. Um, again, you're fearless, veteran, careful. Three T thirty four eighty fives at twenty one points. It's quite pricey, but obviously it gives you a very good gun. Um, KV one has the KV one. Yep, a few of them. I think they had three. I think they had yeah. Probably had two of them. Yep, and you have both. They have both in the, in the army. <laughs> but um, also, the thing like the KV gives you assault tank because they're assault two plus. So fearless. Oh, it's the machine gun, isn't it? Yeah, it's the real machine gun. Yeah. So you, you throw these guys in, and they'll just like you know eat stuff. Fierce, not going to run away too quickly. And then T28 is exactly the same thing, but less armour. <laughs> it's like, and slightly more firepower. Oh, but they're so cool. In terms of red fire. Um, it hasn't. So got, oh, yeah, it's got, yeah, machine guns. It's got more machine guns. Don't, don't bother firing the main gun. The main gun reads nothing to write home about, but it's got lots of machine gun shots. I, I, I do kind of like the T28. I like the fact it's in there. It's that, um, yeah, that interwar period tank philosophy thing of... Um, more guns, more guns, more turrets is always better turrets, yeah? Yeah, it's the, we need you to design a tank. Yes, but I design battleships. It's like a battleship, it's just got tracks. Oh, okay. <laughs> turrets everywhere. The only thing better is the T-35 with its paper-thin armour. At least it's got some armour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, armour four. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I still think for nine points for four of them, that's that's pretty hefty. As in, you can, they, they can have, do something, aren't they? make someone think especially infantry well, they look so cool that's that's a real hodgepodge isn't it yeah well it can be yeah if you go over there yeah um less hodgepodgey is their um assault gun battalion which is basically um yeah here's some here's some assault guns it's it's some stooks so you have two up to, uh, one or two in your hq and then up to three platoons of three stooks each they're so pricey uh, fearless veteran, careful. Yeah, they're so good. pricey. They look so good, but they're so pricey. I mean, that's really, really, that's going to hoover up points quickly. 
I, I almost don't have these just as a support platoon. I'm not sure I want to have a whole formation of them. No. Well, 19 points for three. 19 points for three. Yeah, but you're talking to a Tiger player. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't a Tiger, really. This is a Stug. It's even better. Is it? Maybe. No, I don't think it is. I think I, it's a... When you think my Churchill um, platoons are three for 18, it feels like it's a little... I've got lots of armour and it's a broadly similar gun. It's kind of a... Yeah, it just feel like the... Yeah. Do I do I need really need to be fearless, veteran, and careful? When I got front armor seven. Well, the the careful is your armor because seven's that dodgy bit where it's not quite high enough really to. Like to exactly, yeah, weird sense of self force and security, doesn't it? Yeah, but I think I think these these are so iconic. You will see them because they look so awesome with, especially with the concrete armor and everything. And that three tone camo the things use, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then our last formation is like say the. I'm going to massacre the pronunciation Jao Kavanki Infantry, which is um, a fairly compact infantry formation. Um, infantry, HQ, three, um, two platoons, one of which can be an SMG platoon, with an optional fur platoon of rifle infantry. Um, yes, yeah, so, so you then got machine guns, again, 81 and 120mm mortar boxes. And then, yeah, your tank box, which we've gotten to the mix. Tank, tank box is funky. It's, it's pretty unique. Um, it's very unique. These infantry platoons so they're quite they're still quite large aren't they and i think they're they're really good again confident veteran careful oh, they don't hit. yeah confident veteran careful confident veteran careful hit on threes yep with the hunter's rule oof point of stand but you can have nine of them yeah you can have panzer house you can have any tank rifles you can have panzer shreks will you take an tank rifle over a panzer shrek no <laughs> rule of curly would they Mm. <laughs> uh, well, cool, but any tank five rule of course not going to do much about any tank five versus no. Yeah, no, I think latte. Why do you not want a latte? I There's think it's cool. Well, a latte, latte, yeah. But they, they, they're there. They're an option. More options is better than less options. Exactly. Yeah. Because obviously, <laughs> when doing historical stuff, and yeah, it's definitely better have them. Yeah, and if you, I suppose, if you only had one point left in the list, uh, there's yeah. worse things to throw in than. Yeah. Lucky card. Once again, um, may I point out there are better <laughs> things to put into a list than a lucky card. <laughs> in this case, an anti-tank rifle. I would rather have an anti-tank rifle in late war than the lucky card. It is range twenty though. Much stop burning those cards. Um, yeah. That's rate of fire two. So yeah, that's... rate of fire two. Latty at the back of the thing, hitting side armor at anti-tank five. You could, in theory, stop the assault, whereas a Panzer Shrek wouldn't just. What assault? Them. An infantry assault. No, a tank assault. You get two bailed out. Yeah, but you're facing T-34s with a side armor of five. Side armor of five. You're not going to do anything there. No. That, yeah, you know, don't, don't bring logic here. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know I'm being assaulted by BA-64s. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mid-war, mid-war tank guns fine. I'll never take it. But late war, it's just like... Um... It's, it's, it's fine. It's an, it's an option. It's one you might not see, but it's an option. Like I say, if you've got a point spare, I can see that being a... Beats, uh, beats, take, beats taking a lucky card, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Everything beats taking a lucky card. Everything <laughs> beats taking a lucky card. Stupid lucky card. Um, I just think they're really they're, they're the Swiss Army enough as well. You can have a Maxim in there if you really want as well. Oh, I've got some big, that's some big platoons though. So if you take the Panzer Shrek and the Maxim and the Panzerfaust, I know it gets really expensive really quickly, but that's a self-contained unit and it's 11 stands at Fearless. That's quite a good. Uh, yeah, I mean... You're not going to sort it, are you, with infantry? <laughs> not, unless, not until you soften it up quite a bit. Um, yeah. If you don't want to go and 
defence. Obviously, if we're going to stop the SMG platoons there, nine guys SMGs, that's a lot of fire on the way in. And hitting on twos in assault, because obviously the veteran goes up one. Yeah. I mean, that's going to punch someone hard. That's... And again, you can you can still give them Panzerfaust and anti-tank rifles, and oh, you can even take a, 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 a Maxim if you really want. Again, see that Maxim actually makes a lot of sense here because obviously you go to pit right fire one when you're pinned. Yeah. Whereas you put that Maxim, in, it just gives that nice little extra boost in your firepower. Well, you the have to thing, then seize could, ground and then hold it. The other thing you could do is drop it off. So you can just drop yep. it off and leave it to give you some covering fire. That might be a, a an idea. Take your Panzer Shrek and your Panzer Fast with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maxims are Maxims. Platoon. 81s are 381s. 3 120s. I don't think you're taking two. No, no reason to. Try and then we get on... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, you always try and find the extra two points to get the extra one in, because otherwise you're, you're only going to regret it. Well, yeah. Yeah, you, def- you definitely will regret it, unfortunately. And then we come on to the new shiny. Yes. Yeah, so the anti-tank box, you could go with um, rather underwhelming, two strong anti-tank platoons, which are... <laughs> 37 40, mils. <laughs> yeah, the options are short 45s, long 45s, or 37, thankfully with still good not to actually give you some hitting power. But um, Or you could take a Panzerfaust close defence platoon, which is um, five Panzerfaust team, no yeah. limited, so you can fire fully, fire, fully fire five Panzerfaust shots. To, yeah. Um, they still count as rifle platoons. They got they can shoot re- up to sixteen as rifle teams, or shoot four inches as Panzerfaust teams. I, I see. If, if you get, I think this is the box you take for your anti-tank. Uh, yes. You rely on your support guys to, to bring the pack foot, pack forty-eights and pack forties, and then bring these guys for your point defence. Or out, imagine a little ambush of these guys. You know, you ambush them for. That's it. Yeah. Blitz, yeah. blitz, blitz, move out, fight, and rattle off your rattle off your your things. Actually, if you do it, you ain't quite assault. You probably want to do one of the move. You want to risk a slow firing and move and shoot. Oh, yeah, and then just Kit kill fire. whatever you bail. And then assault, uh, assault, yeah, assault whatever you build. <laughs> yeah, they're like so really unique. I, I think we had to check, didn't we, that that actually was not a typo. Well, and it I mean, was. Mark did. I, 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 I think me, me and Eddie were taking the point of view. It's a, it's a dedicated anti-tank unit. It's not. The oh, unit. no, no, absolutely. It was just the. It was just that everyone was looking at it going, where's the limited rule? There's no limited rule. There's eight points for five stand. Yes, it is. You know something special. Well, it's an investment. And at the end of the day, they are just a three-up save infantry unit. You know, they've got some magic protection that's going to keep them safe. Yeah, they are small, say five stands. Yeah, those casualties will soon match up. They are definitely, though, your ambushing unit. I think that's make, scary as an ambush. As oh, well. yeah. Make, just make the Russian players scared at every single bush on the table that potentially have these guys lurking. Yeah, just the, the old, you sure you want to go there? Okay. That moment when the, when the, when the bushes start speaking Finnish. Yep, that's it. Yep. <laughs> when the bushes part and you get five pounds of house in the face. Okay, let's say so support units. Um, we have the Soul ISU 152, but um, actually, they apparently captured two of them. Oh, one was one was sent to his recovery vehicle. Oh, what a waste! I presume, I guess, it had a, maybe its gun was damaged or something like that. Uh, eight points. Would you take it? I suppose it's aggressive, fearless, trained. Oh, eight tank thirty. I think it's the highest tank in the entire army. Yeah, two up firepower. I mean, your, your other option for that box is basically the free the BT forty two, which is yeah. kind of handy as a self propelled um, self propelled artillery gun. 
It's five power three. Um, range 48. It's relatively short range, though, so you've got to be a bit careful with it. Um, uh, I don't know. It's, um, I don't think I'd take either of those two options, I'm going to be honest. I'd probably go elsewhere for both things. Really? I, th- I think you take the ISU-152 um, IS as the distraction card fix and just, just make people go, oh, I wonder where that's going. What's that doing? You know, just the... It's a tr- yeah. attention drawer. I don't think it's going to do. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to win you a game. But rate of fire one. Also, it's not got the um, indirect fire capability that the Soviet one has. So. Well, I think it's we can't know what you're doing to do that. Yeah. yeah. And being a one-gun battery, it's a, it's going to be fairly oh. limited what it can achieve. So. Oh, absolutely. I just thought it was interesting that that was uh, that was deliberately removed. But at one time, you get the enemy all clustered together in the building. It'll be worth yeah. it. Flop. Mm-hmm. Eight points. Uh, I can, yeah, I can see it. Okay. Yeah. And then you got BA tens for your scout. Um, yeah. I mean, you're not moving much faster than the actual scout platoon. Your your tactical is eight, and your dash on anything other than a road is only ten. So under most conditions, the scout, you know, the dismounted scout platoon will outrun you, and it has a Panzer Faust. Yeah, but it's really not very cheap. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a scout platoon. Oh my god, yeah, I just realised how many here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would describe it as eye-wateringly expensive. I don't think you'd take the full nine teams, would you? Well, but even the seven teams is still, you know, by the time you get into a Panzerfaust, it's 13 points. Mm. I mean, the that's... scout spearhead. And they can't counterattack reliably, because the scouts only counterattack 5 plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, suddenly the BA-10 is looking up, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think it depends what you want to do. But yeah, the BA-10 gives you a cheap access to spearhead and 45mm guns if that floats your boat. Yeah. Um, the scout platoon itself gives you another hard-hitting infantry platoon. For one turn. <laughs> With the Salt 4 Plus. I don't... What would you use those for? Um, spearheading up to an objective and sitting on it. And then hoping you don't get assaulted? Pretty much. The five plus counterattacks just that just sucks. Really Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure you. Yeah, I'm just not sure. Why are they five plus even though they're fearless? Because all recce teams are five plus. Oh, okay, not a negative one. No, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I stand to be corrected, um, but I believe that all recce teams have break off on a five up. Or six and the, and the, and the yeah six or a five. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, minimum five. Sorry. Um, and then we got the. Eight tank guns, um, let's say pack 30, two pack 38s or two pack 40s. Two such an awkward number. The curse of the two gun platoon. <laughs> yeah. You've kind of got to take them, because otherwise what else you've got for your anti tank assets? Yeah, but I think you want to be ambushing with the pack 40s, and then what, you're not ambushing with your Panzerfaust. No, so no, that's, that's a, well, that's just, it's just that you've got to make a choice. Um, Artillery-wise, yeah, it's not much to It's your standard confident veteran, careful... Artillery. Um, you are not taking 105s. I'll tell you that right now. No? No. 13 points. Yeah, they've got the hitting power. 3 plus. I just think that's... T- I think in a list that's already struggling for points. I suppose, yeah. Good, good. The 76s still do 5 power, 4 plus, don't they? Yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's just, a, it's just a tough sell. I think a lot of people are going to take the Brit- um, infantry formations with the mortars. But, uh, again, they're cool because they're the late war version of the 105s as well. Oh, sorry, the early war version. Yeah. Big one. Without the muzzle brake, which is mm-hmm. looks really cool in that camo. I mean, that's the reason to take it, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got Landsverks, which are really cool little self-propelled anti-aircraft guns. Yep. Putting your bifers in a tank chassis. Yep. yep. A decent chance of dealing with those um, 
Stermovix. Best chance he's got, anyway. Better than the one entry below. Yep. A pair <laughs> of two of two anti aircraft guns. Yeah. I mean, an army that's very less expensive is, is reassuringly cheap, but it's not going to do much of anything, is it? So. Have they done a separate box of those? No, it's, um, it's shared with the Landwerk. Yeah. Oh, what? What? Was it not? I thought it was shared. Maybe it wasn't. No, I think the, I think that's the... Um... No, it's the GBX. So the 20mm anti-aircraft platoon, you have to buy GBX 147, which is the SDKF 10-4. Oh, yeah, and then take the, the anti aircraft. Box of four self propelled ones, yeah. build two of the four guns, and then throw the rest away. <laughs> and then start a German army. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Landwerks. They look cool anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, and they're only a point more. And I, mean, I know they're only armor one. <laughs> far better. Yes. And then lastly, A got a Stuka, which, yeah, again, look, looking around £1,000, the same comments as on the finished one. Yep. See above. Uh, uh, actually, even more so because unlike the Romanians, you probably don't have points to burn. Yeah, spare points. Yeah. So um, to squeeze that in, you're really going to have to really, really want to. And do you really want to? Probably not. <laughs> nah. Right. Cards. Yep. Finish cards. Yep. They got some cool ones. They have got some cool ones. I mean, obviously the first two is you know lucky, and then the finish <laughs> allies card. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love yeah. the fact that we always get lucky just to get Duncan. It's just every time it's in. Oh, oh. It's, like black, it's like like running nails down blackboards for you, isn't it? Yeah, so. burn it with fire. Yeah. So interesting thing to note with the um, German Allies card is that it does say, and unsurprisingly, none of these Allied Finnish units or formations can use the Lapin Lapin Sota, the Lapland War Command card. Which, you know, obviously, because that's when they're trying to kick Germany out of Midland. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the they're not friends. I like yeah. the fact they actually caveated, made sure you're actually very clear that you can't do it. Good. They know their cast. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you've got Pioneer, Platoon, and Company again. Um, not to say it's the, the company is just a HQ and not to two to three Pioneer <laughs> Platoons. They just get flamethrowers, don't they, the Pioneer Platoon? Yeah. And, yeah, and but... the extra minefield dodging. And digging in, yeah. Um, oh, so, I mean, yeah, of course, yeah. I, I like the idea, like, say, if you're going to have the infantry having the third... If you want to go in the offensive, just have one rifle platoon, one SMG platoon, and then make the third rifle platoon a pioneer platoon to give you the flamethrowers. So you've got to give you an offensive hit, as it were. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a nice little... That's a kind of Swiss Army knife approach to the infantry, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we then got the Panzer IV armor platoon. Um, I believe this has been consigned to the cars because basically the Panzer IVs arrived just literally before they get they um basically pull out and switch to the Soviets to push them out of Lettland. Yeah. Um and basically it just lets you field a Panzer IV platoon in place of a T twenty six platoon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not a whole sorry, I, I think I might said company, I meant platoon, because it's actually just a platoon. Um then got the log and concrete armor card, which just makes us dugs. Um instead of having bazooka skirts, they have the log on concrete armor. The only difference about that is that um, it, you ignore all weapons of firepower 5 and 6, not just the heat weapons. You get saved, don't you, against anything? Yeah. So um, little armour cars running around your sides and all that kind of stuff. You get a 5, is it a five? I think it's a 5 save, isn't it? Yeah. But also, blister add-on pack. Yeah, it looks really cool. With the concrete, like add-on concrete and uh, log and the storage bin at the back of the stoop. Uh, I think I think if you're a, a Finn player, you'll be modelling them up with, with that, even if you don't take it. Sure, yeah. Yeah. It looks so cool. 
I mean, actually, it's actually opening a cost impact to that card either. It just, it just literally replaces that bazooka skirt. It's like oh, a zero point. Oh, zero point. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you just do it. You yeah. Just, why, why not? Every day and twice on Sundays. Yeah, I can make this. I can make this actually quantifiably better, and it costs me nothing. That sounds like. Is, that, is there any downside? Accident. <laughs> is there any side? There's, there's no downside, is there? I mean, yeah, oh, so um, there's no downside. I mean, obviously, it's limited in that it only works against five power five or six. So I suppose they just thought it just wasn't enough to justify like a one point per, per tank or anything like that. Mm. It's just, not, it's, yeah, I think it just breaks down with the hundred point granularity. Um, yeah, machine gun nests. Uh, it was quite handy if you are going to go defensive. Uh, right, then we get into the first of the companies. So Light Infantry Company. Um, this is basically um, HQ and one to two Light Infantry Platoons. Or uh, you then have an optional box for a third one or a Scout Platoon or an SMG Platoon. But you can switch the... So, you know, there is. There's Light Infantry Platoon or Light Infantry SMG or Scout Platoon. Yes, what's it? What's it? Okay. No. Um, yeah, you then have up to two Machine Gun Platoons. Um, yep. Up to two, two to two. There's no 120mm mortar option, but there is, you still have the 81mm. Also, you have the option of a 50mm mortar platoon, which is, um, oh, that's yeah, a little light mortars. Um, you still got the option of the Panzerfaust, and then you've got, um, a box, not to two, of the Pack 38s or Pack 40s. So they actually get a slightly better formation that obviously lose the 120mm mortars, but get slightly better anti tank options. The 50s, do they have smoke or are they just HE only? I can't remember. Uh, let's try to look down the thing for it. Yeah, I think it's, it's somewhere in the card, isn't it? Panzer. Oh, there you go. No, so you don't have smoke. So it's, it's not bad as an option. It is an option. It's range. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the actual light infantry card makes your infantry go from being, where's the normal infantry, confident, veteran, careful, these now go to being fearless, um, confident, yes. aggressive. Um, careful. Yep, so get correspondingly more expensive, which, you know, Always there. Um, and obviously, they've got the Panzerfaust option still, which is always handy. Um, then you'll see your scout, your SMG platoon, that's goes fearless. As does your Panzerfaust close defense platoon, so yeah, that's going to stick around. Good lord. <laughs> How many points is that? Is that? Uh, so it's a flat. Two points. Plus two points, yeah. God. So it's 10 points for five stands. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine got in here. Well, what are five stands? Yeah, but. Oh, you don't want to get caught in an artillery barrage, do you? You want to repeat. Jesus. I'm on target. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm dead. The 50 millimeter mortars are meh. I'm, obviously, again, it's nice to include them, but... They're fine. I don't, I, they're not anything to write home about. Yeah. And then you have the option of replacing your 50 millimeter um, Pack 38 with uh, Pack 38 97s, which, again, as we discussed, largely just changes out um, being 8 Tank 9, being 8 9 Tank 9 Heat. It's just not it's, bad. Yeah, because it's like better long range fire. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's got the fo- option of 40 millimeter mortar, um, both of sorry. So that's that's worth taking over the, over, the, over the 20 millimeter. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. W- oh, that's weird that it's a card, but yeah, okay. I appreciate that. Not everything can make it yeah. into the book. But why do we put the 2 centimeter in? We could put the 40 millimeter in. I think <laughs> the 40 millimeters weren't at this point on the front, on the front they were being used yeah. in your areas. So it's, it's not really something that should still be in the game, but. That makes sense. Yeah. They've got 122s and 152 artil- um, captured Soviet artillery. I mean, I, I kind of like the 122 as an option over the, like, say, the 75, the 105. The 122 does does work. I mean, that's... That. If you're going to take some artillery, I mean, it goes up by another point, but at that point, you know, if you're investing 13 points, investing 14... Yeah. 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 
but it gives you that um, extra punch. It does give you a little bit of extra punch, a little bit of extra extra bang for your buck. And the yeah. one five, oh, one five twos. Yeah. Three points. It's quite a lot of points. Sixteen points on an artillery unit. Wow. And it's not much. It's not a really any better than one twenty two when you get down to it. Same range, same. All oh, right, direct fire it is, but how often you direct fire in these things? Well, you might have to at this point. They're eighty twelve. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. You yeah. don't want to be, do you? Yeah, and they've got a close defence card, which you can just discard. It's basically like your standard sort of discard to make them better against tanks. So that, is that like the Panzernacker, essentially, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Panzernacker and Gamma Bombs. You use it once, and it gives you 8 tank 3 and firepower 1 in assaults. It's, I mean, it's two points. It's kind of handy, but you've know, you got, you got your Panzerfaust guys for doing that. I mean, if you've got... Because when you think about it, you've got your guy with the Panzerfaust, and then you rest your platoon, and then you hit him with this. It's quite devastating as a tank. Well, I suppose it gives you the other deterrent of, of saying, I've just got a Panzerfaust now. You know, like you said, you've got a nine-stand platoon. You're probably going to get three, four other stands. Now I have a Panzerfaust. Ho, ho. <laughs> if you use the Panzerfaust, do you not use that then as well? In this sort, I think you can still use the Panzerfaust. It just makes the rest of the guys um, have all the. But, but, yeah, what I mean is, if you're, you're choosing to use the Panzerfaust, that takes out one of your teams. One of your teams has to use that, doesn't it? Rather than yeah, well, it's, it's limited yeah. one, so it'll just bounce around. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, this is interesting. The Lapin Soda card. Yeah, so if you worry about fins costing too much, this lets you. So let's say, this is reflecting the fins after the armistice with the Soviets, where the Soviets said, "Right, now get the Germans out of Lapland." And so it's been kind of really do, cool. but really, really half-heartedly doing the bare minimum they had to be seen meeting their armistice requirements. Was, was it um, Nord was the background, the SS division, I think? Yeah, so I think that's what they were mostly against, yeah. Um, so one point applies to any a whole force. Everything in your force it costs one point less. Um, if you're already fearless, you're, you, especially your counter-attack goes down by one. So if you're fearless... You now counter attack four. If you conf- you now counter attack five. For one point. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not a lot of points reduction, is it? No. That could be quite cool though, because I mean, they're still staying at um, the hit. It's still four plus, isn't it? They're still careful. Yeah. Everything else is the same. Your all, yeah. your, your last stand is the same. Your rally is the same. It's just your counter attack. Hmm. That would be one to bounce around, I think. Yeah. No right. Soviet allies though. No, no yes, yeah, so, yeah, they're doing this purely on their own. So it's not like you can back them up with an IST or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, the characters. Yeah, so Lori Tony. He's back. He's back. The White Death. Yeah, and um, he's quite scary. <laughs> he's, he, he's not that expensive. Blitz test on a two. It doesn't specify the unit either, does it? If it yeah, it's um, correct. It's basically uh, what. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's, if you have a formation. Oh, yeah, it's basically yeah, in this formation. Oh, in this formation. Oh, be, poo. Yeah, some of the formation commands. Yes, everything in that formation. Mm. And also, you have your past last stand checks on 2 plus. So it's quite a nice little motivational improvement. Are you, yeah, the blitzing's going to be situational at best, isn't it? But two points for a 2 plus last stand? It's pretty good. I'll find a two points somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got Toivo. Iramaki, we said. It basically improves one of your pack 40s. I mean, it's a too strong unit. <laughs> yeah. It's already quite pricey. It's already quite pricey. So, yes, you might get this. I mean, all, all your pass... Actually, no. These you know, all make your passes, all rally tests. It doesn't matter then, actually, that it's a too strong unit. But 
the problem is it's a rally, not a last stand. So you lose one. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it means it means you'll always fire at rate of fire two. Yeah. You're never going to be pinned, mm-hmm. apart from the turn in which you are pinned in. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure it does. Um, but yeah, for four, four points, I mean, yeah, one one dies and you're on a last stand and then you run away. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and you're sad. Yeah. Because you spent 20 points or something on. <laughs> uh, right. You got Adolf Roof, um, who basically goes in the infantry. Basically, it works a bit like um, Tony does, but um, he's got a slightly longer range for some reason. So Tony is range six, and um, Adolf is range eight, but does all the same stuff. Does all the same stuff. One point more expensive. Bit of a weird card. Okay. And then you've got Bjorn Brutal, who goes into the Stugs and lets you reroll all fell rolls to hit each time he shoots with his gun. For five points. Jeez, okay. for, for how many? For, for five, five? Point, five points. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know a... what? I, 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 I think I can probably skip that. <laughs> that well, the, the, what's the stick between? 13 points or something like that? Uh, no, 19, and, wasn't it? And the rest, yeah. About 19. Say 19. Yeah. So 24 points, and you your unit leader can reroll misses. <laughs> if you said if you said the whole unit can reroll misses, I might have gone with it. But yeah, it's just like nope. you know what happened as well. The first time they fire, everyone hits. Here we go. Hits. Oh, it's super. <laughs> yep, that's it. They'll never miss. It'll just be going. I've paid the points. Damn it. Where's my ones? Yeah. So what do you think of the things then? I don't like them as much as the remainings. But T twenty sixes. I like them as much as the remaining. No, I like the T twenty eight. The T twenty eights are cool. Um and I think they they they've always been good. You know, there's always been players of the fins and the infantry's solid, like super solid. Yeah. I think it's just gonna can you keep your infantry alive long enough? Um, I think the big put thing they hit is the the change in the morale rules rehearse that ain't tank platoons. Yeah. It it does. And the things like the repeat bombard. Because if you are, you know, if you are having this, you know, nails infantry force, the last thing you want to do is get smashed by um, all the Soviet artillery that's that's turned up. I mean, it's not going to range in particularly well, but um, uh, yeah, you can't afford to lose an awful lot of. Th- there is no fat in this army, is there? No. In this list, so um, anything you do lose is going to be vital. I mean, they've got some cool stuff like the, the Panzerfaust. I really like as a unit, the close defence. I think that's a really nice touch. Um, I think if you play this on the right sort of finished sort of style table and they get that hunter thing kicking, so you start running around the woods and stuff. Yeah, redeploying and yeah. I think you just got to be so careful with it. It's not it's not my kind of army because I'm not careful. So that's my problem is that you, you're gonna have to play with this like a a scalpel, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I think it's great. I mean, and it looks they look really nice. Oh yeah, it's a lovely hobby. Yeah, oh, it really is. The um the Stugs. I mean, I don't care that they're expensive. They look so nice. Is that, is that, is that tritone camo? It, look, it just it just works so nicely. It's one of those armies I really like to do a winterized army of because the infantry in the snowsuits looks pretty cool as well. <laughs> Actually, to, yeah. Well, on that, what what releases have they come out? So is everything coming out reboxed? Um, yeah, so they got they got very good support release. Um, obviously, the tanks are either one off, no release one offs, or um, you just use the Soviet boxes. Yep. Um, Imtru, like I say, we've already talked about the Sturmy being an upgrade kit that you applied to the actual um, Stug box. Uh, right, so they uh, got a Maxim MG platoon, a four Maxims. They've got a box which has three, three each of the 81 and 120mm mortars. Mm-hmm. 
it seems to become a thing now. They seem to do it a lot. They don't just buy one mortar. You get both mortars to all that. Yeah, I think it's because they're they're probably the soft plastic. Oh, yeah. oh, you know the the cast ones. Oh, the mortars. Yeah, with yeah. So the finished crew and platinum and the soft plastic mortars. Yeah, maybe. Um, you then got the gun crew to populate the three seven four five seven fives and five centimeter pack guns. So you have to buy the pack guns and then recrew them. Yeah, basically. Yeah, cool. Um, same with artillery, seventy six and one oh fives. Obviously, you can then use the same crew with the one twenty twos and one fifty twos if you go that route. With their infantry observers, nice. Um, obviously, your, your, two, your twenty millimeter, you just use that as with, with, the, with the Romanians, you use the box. But hey, why bother? Um, and then you've got infantry platoon and SMG platoon blisters. See, I'm not. I can't work out if they're metal, metal or. I think they're metal. Not. I say metal. Is I do noting as well that they're all in the summer uniforms. Yeah, you have got winter ones. Also, I'm going to note, you only get seven stands. You can't do a full-strength platoon. Uh, a full-strength platoon is nine, is nine MG stands. And oh, that's got... Yeah. Seven and a commander. Yeah, that's bizarre. But you do get the anti-tank rifle. The same and a panzer trick. Yeah, same with the Sumi. The Sumi's under strength as well. Bizarre. So, so if you want to do a full-strength company, you've always got to buy four boxes just to get the extra, little, the extra few stands to get up to a nine-strong stand. No, because you... If you buy the two boxes, then you'd have enough spare figures because you get two. I know because you need the second commander for you. Yeah, yeah. You. I was just uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's two stands short, basically. There's yeah. not, not a spare figure there to get two stands. In. I was trying to figure out if you could use the um, anti tank crew with the Panzer Shrek team because the Panzer Shrek shouldn't be a team. That should be on a stand. No, Panzer Shrek's are separate. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking Faust, aren't I? Yeah, there's definitely, yeah. definitely, there's definitely two stands missing. <laughs> So, yeah, there's definitely two stands. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bizarre. That is a bit. Of a, that's a, a choice. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but that's a choice. Yeah, strange one. Figures. Either. There's only four on a base, isn't there? No, one. Yeah, there's only four. Oh. Yes, you can't. Even scape, you can't even like scrape the stands that way. It's hey, bizarre. Very bizarre they've done that. But hey, a lot of people already got their fish armies and just waiting for the books so they can reuse yeah. them. So they're probably too worried about it. All right. There you are. So that can, that can really ramps up late war migration allies. So next show we'll start looking at the mid war ones versions of guys. Yeah. Pieces. I, I really like really like the allies. They've been a, a nice addition to both. We missed the mission again. Probably. Well, is it one of the top missions? I mean, mission, missions? There's three missions again. We keep forgetting the missions exist because it's, uh, um, it's terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. Yeah. So you got a link campaign in there, and you got three new missions. So you got. Which, one of which I really like because it basically has a snowstorm in, which is fantastic. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so you've got preemptive attack, which basically um, play reserves, optional optional dusk, optional night fighting, which is quite cool. Um, trying to think how to characterize this. So attacker places two objectives in defender's side. Defender places two objectives in the attacker's side. So you obviously got, I haven't actually heard the defender going on the attack. Yeah. Uh, enemy territory. So this, is, so this has a new rule called push on. And push on basically means we're trying to get the guys off the table edge. <coughs> now, the defender starts to one side, so he's got to try and cover the ground and stop the attacker like slipping up one side of it. Yeah. But then the attackers, like yeah, the attackers try and get as much as force off as possible. Okay. So you're trying to stop and do that. And then concealed attack is the one where it takes place in the snowstorm, which I love. It's basically a night fight with no dawn. A night fight with no dawn. <laughs> it's a, night, a night fight with no dawn, and also it's a snowstorm. The snowstorm slows you down and, and, and further restricts how far you can see. Unless you're finished. Yeah. 
and it's just going to be yeah, it's just like a real furball mission. So the attacker, it's almost like um, no retreat but played sideways, bizarrely. And then, like I say, then you have all those extra caveats in there as well. So it's yeah. awesome to try out. There's some little mix-ups in there. We'll just see how it all plays out. Yeah. Right. Uh, should, we talk about, should we talk events? Uh, yes, because I've just discovered recently that oh. Salute 2021 is running on... From who? Uh, I was actually... Gareth from Battlefront asked me if I was going to the show, and I went, Oh, okay. Oh? <laughs> oh, hi, Gareth. Big shout-out to the G-Man. And, uh, yeah, Salute 2021 will be running on the 13th of November, which okay. means... November is going to be a very busy month uh, because two weeks later is Warfare at Ascot. But no one's going to Warfare already. No one's going to go Warfare. Yeah. It's almost dead. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'll, well, I'll be there playing with all these imaginary people then. <laughs> um, playing what though? Flames of, Flames of War? Yeah, playing the, 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 the dead Flames of War system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I think so, I'll be there too. Yeah, so that's going to be absolutely wicked. I'll be at Salute with um, Anarchy Models, my mate Brian, helping out on their stand. For all your airbrush stencil goodness. Give a free plug there, might as well. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, Battlefront will be there as well. From uh, Yeah, from what I understand, I think we may or may not be there. I can't well, decide if we want to go I, yet. I would, I would hasten to say, if you enjoy Salute, which I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but if you do enjoy it, go. I know it sounds silly, but I think the only reason they're running it is because they obviously they postponed last year, and I think they've got to run it or they'll lose their slot. And if they lose their slot, that would be the end of Salute, which would be something that's really sad. What, the premier um, war game show for Europe? Yeah. It's always, it's always struggled against Excel and how much they want to charge and how much they can charge people to exhibit there. So I would mm. I would plead with people, if you want to, you know, if you want a Salute 2022, they've got to make their money back on this one because, yeah, it's, it's a no small undertaking working with the Excel Centre. Then also all the retailers there as well. Yeah, I'll be interested to see um, as the, the retailing lineup crystallises who's going to be there. I'm, I think I'll probably end up going. It's not far. Yeah. Got, got my hazmat suit. and It'll be fully 5G'd up with them, surely. Oh, uh, hopefully. I will be. <laughs> yeah, just wait for my second one. Yeah. That's because <laughs> I've been... You're going to start walking by random schools asking if you can get injected. I, I'm not, yeah, not, not like near random schools. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been on the Hulk Hogan... Uh, uh, vaccination program, so I'm just uh, taking my vitamins and saying my prayers, <laughs> brother. Brother, yeah, doesn't quite work in a British accent. I never has. A brother, no. excuse me, excuse me, brother. <laughs> yeah, yo, bro, yo, bro. Oh, god, no. so uh, yeah, that is the latest show news. Actually, quite exciting. if you've got a show or event that you want us to plug, drop us a line, yeah, at shoot and scoot podcast at gmail.com or and scoot or is it shoot and scoot? I shoot and scoot. Shoot Don't and abbreviate scoot. Eddie. We're not you're not heathens. I've got bad news about the other fifty two episode titles then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made early on, I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah, or you can email Eddie directly because he's got a posh email address. Fez at break for assault. Yeah, not, not envious. Yeah, no, it's because I'm old school. Well, it's because you had a business card that needed filling. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. But yeah, give us, if you've got an event that we want to plug in, give us a shout and we'll we'll give it a plug because games are back. Yeah, buddy. Backity back, back. Backity back, back. And it doesn't have to be in the UK because obviously we're big in Canada, so you've got Canadian we events. Yeah, Canadian events, yeah. But, you know, presumably about Flames of War, not just like any event. Like, I'm not yeah. not plugging like, I don't know, Moose Rodeo or something. 
Foo Fighters <laughs> tribute band. Ah, <laughs> uh, the, the Snow Fighters. That's no, that's no way to like Nickelback. It's like a. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, Chad Kroger. Look at this. There's a blast. Please don't, Chad. Look at it. Yeah. Mummy, 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 where's this homeless man singing? I was like, well, it goes, look at his graph, and it's just a picture of like some sort of growth chart. So, look at his graph. <laughs> look at his graph. Oh, dear. Anyway. All right. Cherry <laughs> scoot. Season, yep, so tonight's Dice of War Dice is a second Canadian armor brigade. Ooh. I was going through the random bag of um, special dice. And I thought, oh, that's Canadian. That's a maple leaf. Um, I like this one because. Um, there's a little, there's a little factoid about um, Second Armor Brigade. You know, they have two tanks survive from D-Day to the end of the war. Oh, wow. Gee, many Christmas tree. Um, Holy, Holy Roller, which is like that, you, got, you kind of have to do, doesn't it? In the first SRs, and Bomb of the, what was it Bomb, bomb. which is of the, yeah, Bomb of the Sherbrooke um, Fusilier Regiment. Yes, I've heard about Bomb. Bomb. Yeah. bomb. They named the tank Bomb. bomb. Yeah, because it was That's the Bomb. That's bold, isn't it? Yeah, and so it survived all the way through the war. Uh, from D-Day for the end of the war. Yeah. They were the only two? Yep. And they end up in a Belgian scrapyard when they found it and they shipped it back to Canada. Yeah. But only two tanks from the entire regiment survived to the end of the war yeah. from D-Day. From the beginning, so, yeah. So the rest got shot out from underneath people? Pretty much, or worn out and replaced, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. That's potty. <laughs> yeah, they were often seen, you know, leading from the back. <laughs> were, they, were they actually like the original <laughs> tanks or were they like Trigger's broom? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Oh, yeah. so Bob, Bob, Bob has got his own I'll, I'll put a link up on the, on the actual web page but Bomb has got his own um, page on Wikipedia and it says really? here it, it says here a tank fires 6,000 rounds in battle so it's definitely got at least one barrel change so. well there you go see it's not, the, it's not this original tank is it it's Trigger's Broom the original tank right, no. take it back take, take it rules. back yeah cheats honestly yeah. this imaginary made up rule set yeah what skill level Canadians uh, like most, like most of British, they are tra- they're trained, but better when assaults, which isn't yeah. that helpful for shooting scoots. I'll be um, four plus. <laughs> four plus then. Here you go. Ready for tomorrow? I'm gonna be doing four lots of four plus British power things. Stay on the table. Up, oh, <laughs> the dice on the table. Five. Got five. five. Yay! Hey, success. Is that an omen for tomorrow? Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean, as in rolling things off the table. Oh, oh that's for the love that's of God. A, that's just me. You guys have paid me enough times that I can't keep dice on the table when I'm rolling. So. <laughs> Over-enthusiastic rolling is my thing. <laughs> the <laughs> Zealous <laughs> rolling. <laughs> the Armour Train Record podcast you've been listening to is Shoot and Scoop, the Blades of War podcast and the team of Breakthrough Assault at Code UK. It was brought to you by support for Benefit Hobbies, Dice and War, and new improved Rising Krispies. Snap, crack, and pop your clogs. <laughs> Just going around to people going, do you want more to graph? And them going, who are you? I don't know who you are. Will you leave us alone? And then thrusting it upon them. Yeah. Just yeah. Going, look, look, take no it. Choice. Yeah. Hi, I'm <laughs> Troy McClure. <laughs> I thought you said he was dead. No, I said he was sleeping with the fishes.